welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. going to. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I'm glad you're all here. Happy day before St. Patrick's. Very excited about that because I love all things little people. So hope you all have a really good, 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 amazing, fun St. Patty's Day. Um, If you drink green beer, be safe, all that good stuff. uh, Come on and read any form of an Irish poem or a limerick or something like that tonight, you get cool points just because you're cool if you do that. <laughs> All righty. I'm going to give you the number to call in before we get started. It is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read tonight. We do have some announcements to go over, and we are going to do that as soon as I find my pen. So we're getting ready for the show, right? I say we because I know you're all there sitting with me helping me get ready. But (laughs) I'm sitting here getting ready for the show, and I went to get my pen, and I opened my top desk drawer. And I don't know what in the heck I ate today, but when I opened that, it was like I had Popeye spinach in me, and I ripped the whole face of my drawer off and the entire contents of my drawer exploded like a volcano out backwards behind me, and my pins and everything are all over the floor. And that OCD in me, is, it's making me crazy because I want to get them all picked up and put away. But if I do that, you're going to hear me. If I can't do that, I just have to ignore that they're there. But they're all like little barking dogs at me saying, hey, hey, Nyla, hey, do you notice me down here? No, no, look, hey, no, I'm down here. You can't ignore me. <laughs> it's making me crazy. So, yeah, I'm going to have to get something and fix that drawer because we can't have that happen again. Get your pens and pens and papers and all that good stuff out because we have some things to go over before we get to our workshop portion of the show, but I want to make sure that you're all ready for that. And uh, first thing I want to do is let you know that we are going to be starting another writing contest up in April. And we will be announcing on the last show of the month what that is. So get excited about that. I want to take a moment, and it's really important moment, and I want to thank our sponsors, those of you who helped contribute towards our 2022 broadcasting license. We are at the end of our 2022 year and in the process of doing our fundraiser for our 2023 broadcasting license. So it's not that much longer that we're going to be able to recognize those who have kept us on the air this last year. Those sponsors are Karen Depthrider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Curry, 
George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. I also want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of John Music Mankays, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, the Rain Man, Rain Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. I'm going to be doing uh, my donation this year in memory of my darling, beloved Melvin Douglas Johnson. So we'll be getting that put up on there soon. It's kind of hard for me sometimes when we have to take these names from one section and put them to another. But all of these poets left us a legacy, left their fingerprints on us, left us their words. And uh, in doing that, they never leave us, right? So, yeah, thank you, all of you, all of our wonderful sponsors. We are, as I said, we are in our 16th year of broadcasting live on the air, bringing you this show every Thursday night. And we are in the process of doing our 2023 fundraiser to help keep us on the air for another year. We've done pretty good so far. Let me pull up the page so I get the information right. No, 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 no. This is my old music. I know I had it up. Where did it go? I have no clue. Did I put it away? I must not have. And it could be right here and it could be right there. And why isn't it? Oh, why can't I find it? It's like I post it everywhere, right? Come on. There we go. There we go. Okay, so right now we are sitting at... Oh, Jessica, Jessica Miller, thank you for your contribution. Love you so much. Just saw that put up on there 12 minutes ago. All right, so right now we have raised $1,028 of our goal that we need, and we are trying to reach uh, 2800 to keep our three-hour show. You know, I was really surprised how much the, the fees are on the GoFundMe thing. The, uh, I think I got like seven. There's seven hundred and seventy something dollars in the account right now, of the thousand that put in. These fundraisers are expensive, so if you're interested in donating a different way besides through GoFundMe, we do have a PayPal account for the show. We also have a Venmo, Vimo, whatever how you say it, and a Cash App set up for the Speakeasy Cafe. So if you'd like to donate either of those ways, you can do that as well. We are coming into the last little bit of our uh, fundraiser, first portion of our fundraiser, so it's not too late to jump in. Every little tiny bit helps, you guys. Every little bit helps keep us on the air. It's a, it's a community effort for sure. None of us are, you know, rolling in the dough. And, uh, you know, so I mean, I mean it when every time, you know, there's a lot of members here that speak easy, and those little tiny bits add up a lot. So I appreciate it. I appreciate those of you who are doing what you can to help the community. On behalf of everybody here, the entire community, I want to say thank you. Because without your help, literally, I could not do this on my own anymore. The fees have gotten too expensive for me to be able to afford on my own. And uh, first person to step up and start helping us was James, our fuzzy hermit in the woods, who is now our um, naked hermit in the desert. But he's not really a hermit anymore. 
you know, it's, it's really funny. His life has changed so much since I met him. And it's all because of this community. You want to talk about the impact we have on people. You know, maybe I'll see if I can get James on one night to talk about it. I don't want to tell his story, but um, you guys would be amazed how this community has changed that man's life. I mean, literally changed that man's life, probably saved his life. But, uh, yeah, we'll see if we can get him to tell that story to you. So, anyway, where was I? 2023 sponsors. James stepped up their plate, helped our first year. And it's kind of grown since there. Um, So, truly, sincerely, if you can help out, awesome. I appreciate it. If you can't, you help out by just being here, by sharing the links, by bringing people to come visit, by reading on the show. You know, all of it is so important. You guys are all incredible. And I'm just thankful and appreciate so much being able to be a part of this with you. Find our fundraiser on GoFundMe by doing a search under, I believe, just if you just search uh, Speakeasy Cafe Radio, it should pull us up. Or there's a link on my Facebook page. You can click on that, and it'll take you over to the fundraiser. And the information, too, on the, uh, the PayPal, the VMO, and the Cash App are on that link as well uh, with the, um, the fundraiser information. So thank you. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Jessica. I'll get your little banner made up for you and get that sent over to you here in just a little bit. appreciate you. Okay. Now, did you did I give you efficient, uh, sufficient time to get your pens and papers and, and ink pots and quills and journals and, and everything out? Because you know what? It is time for... Inspiration from the inkwell. <laughs> now, as I go through this, if I don't get everything, if you don't get everything written down, don't worry. You can always come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the program and grab whatever you missed. Remember, there are 16 years worth of podcasts on here. You can jump onto any of the programs, listen to the first 15 minutes, and grab the prompts or whatever you need and be off and running if you're ever stuck and not sure what to write about. All right, so let's jump right in. I'm going to give you this, go through these. Keep in mind that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. They can be the title of your poem. They can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. Beyond that, whatever you do with them is entirely up to you. So, you ready? Number one, allergies, poem to spring. Allergies, poem to spring. Two, for your consideration, for your consideration. Three of words, four, chaos culture, chaos culture. Five, honey blood, honey blood. Six, puzzle box promises, puzzle box box promises. Seven, fairy tale memory, tale memory. <laughs> I do not see the pins on the floor. I do not see the pins on the floor. Number eight, lost in a book, lost in a book. Nine, before coffee, before coffee. Ten, I like this one, the final female, the final 
female. That's a good one, you guys. I want to hear. I want to hear what you write to that one. The final female. Eleven. Memories, petals, like flower petals. Memories, petals, not petals like on a bicycle. But you know, like that. Twelve. The wild, wicked. This one too. The dragon in men. The dragon in men. And 14, quiet is the silver sun. Quiet is the silver sun. What is the silver sun? Now remember, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts, or you can use all the lines, get real frogger, and use every single prompt in one poem. So have fun with those. I'm going to go over your writing exercise really quickly because I want to make sure that um, we get to you guys in a timely manner. Before you write to any of those prompts, make sure that you do your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. Write each prompt on the top of the page. I start out with number one, allergies poem to spring, and write at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. Not the poem poems you could write, six different ideas for poems that you could write to that prompt. Go down to number two, number three, all the way down to number 14 until you have at least six different prompts for poems you could write to each prompt. All right, so make sure that uh, you kind of twist that up, shake it up, be real inventive, get real crazy, find the things that are hidden, all that good stuff. I'm going to give you a really quick writer's block. It's just an urban legend Mythbusters writing assignment. Myth, uh, writer's block is an urban legend. The boogeyman, it's not real. It's not there. Gnashing its teeth, drooling all over your keyboard. There's absolutely no such thing. If you don't believe in it, it cannot get you. If you can pick up your pen and scribble on paper, you are writing. Therefore, how can writer's block be a real thing? It's not. When you sit down to write and there is nothing there, not writer's block, you just need to prime the pump. Remember, if you can pick up your pen and write, you're writing. So the key is not what you write, but to just write. And it's in doing things like this that will make what you do write when you do sit down to write much better. Well, I'll try saying that three times really fast. So when you find those times... When you're sitting there and like you find your, your muse is taking a nap, it's like, shoot, just let him sleep and just explore. Do these exercises. Explore with words a little bit. Your muse will wake up eventually. See that you're playing without him. It's right in. There'll be a much better interaction with them than waking them up and expecting them to play nice and not be grumpy because nobody likes a grumpy muse, right? So your Mythbuster writing assignment for this week is just write list. This week, you're going to challenge yourself and write a list of as many things as you can possibly come up with about spring, things that remind you of spring, things that smell like spring, uh, that are related to spring, that, that you know, look, look around and write down all of the things you see that shows that spring is coming, the things spring is changing out there, what's the feel of spring, the sound, anything at all. Right. Any thought you can come up with about spring. That's it. That's all there is. That is your assignment. To make a list of all things spring. So once again, I'm going to run through quickly your writing poetry prompts. And remember, once again, if you missed them, you come back and get them. 
One, uh, allergies poem to spring. Two, for your consideration. Three, the color of words. Four, chaos culture. Five, honey blood. Six, puzzle box promises. Seven, fairy tale memory. Eight, lost in a book. Nine, before copy. Ten, the final female. Eleven, memory's petals. Twelve, the wild wicked. Thirteen, the dragon in men. And fourteen, quiet is the silver sun. To close this out, remember that you must feed your brain. If you're not reading more than you're writing, you're doing it backwards. You must have input in order to have output. You are what you eat. So make sure you are reading, 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 reading. As our writer's discipline every day, would like you to go out and write a haiku poem. Find between point A and point B as you're rushing back and forth throughout the world doing what everyone else tells you to do. Find the time to find your 17 syllables. Give yourself permission long enough to write those down. Always carry paper and pencil with you. Always. Go out and find your five, your 17 syllables. A haiku, American haiku, is three lines, and that's what we're working on, with a five, seven, five syllable count to each of the lines. So go out and find them. Find your haikus. Write them down when you, when you think them. Don't wait. And go. Write one right this moment. <laughs> no, not really. You could write. Everybody could do. I may do that tomorrow. I may do a. In fact, I think I am going to do that. I'm going to do a thing for um, St. Patrick's haikus on my page tomorrow. So think about that tonight. Maybe you can write some and post them on my page when I when I get that up tomorrow. All right. That's it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast. I'm going to play an audio recording to start the show. This week we are playing a piece by Amber Crow, a brand new artist, introducing her tonight. And this is her piece called Ask Her Why. Here you go. Ask her why. Why she is so jaded or why her smile never seems to rise as much as it should. Ask her why she has no dreams to look forward to and no goals to get her through. Ask her why when she laughs there's no light in her eyes, just empty dilated pupils after her last hit a crack. Ask her why. Or don't. I guess you could judge her and not really care why a fellow human's mind is so damaged she'd screw guys for money even though she's dead scared. But you don't want to ask about that, because finding out about that is a reason to run, a reason to hide, a reason to act like this person isn't even alive. Well, you're right, she isn't. Her body might be there, but her mind isn't. She vanished long ago with the puff off the stem and the coke that numbs her throat. Who would have known? This little girl would grow up to be fighting on her own. I bet she could write you a book on pain because in no way do these things happen to people that have no shame. They happen to people with addicts as parents, to people with trauma and abuse. They happen to people that found their parents hanging from a noose. When they were just five years old, they packed up their clothes and head off to a place that never feels quite like home. You love to hate them, you love to judge them, but what you don't realize is one day you could be one of them. You might not have had an awful upbringing, and yeah, in life you might even be winning. But that doesn't mean you don't have the addict gene and one bit of trauma could bring you to your knees. But wouldn't that be crazy you spit all this hate and somehow it could pass on to your own baby? What if your baby turns into a thug, a little homie hopper, pill popper, dancing at the club, straight show stopper? What would you do then? 
Would you call your own child scum? Would you look at her and run? Would you die inside but act like everything is fine even though you've had enough? Maybe take a deeper look because a person isn't like reading the footnotes of a book. There is no credit of who killed them inside. There is no summary of why they don't want to be alive. Stop judging and act like a human who cares instead of being the type that just sits there and stares. Don't you think she hates herself enough already without all your self-righteous death glares? All right. I'm not sure if that cut off where it was supposed to. I'm going to have to check. Cut off very quickly. was not ready for it to end. <laughs> that was amazing. Jimmy Ray sent Amber in to us. It's Amber Crow. And I think she is absolutely awesome. I'm really glad that he sent her in. I had those queued up to play last week. But when I went to pull them up, they hadn't processed into the board yet, so I couldn't play them. So I'm really glad that I'm able to bring those to you this week. I have a prompt on my page, on my Facebook page, that is a, it's a picture prompt that shows a girl uh, in angel wings sitting on a ladder in a dark room um, with her head down. And I posted the link to uh, Amber's TikTok page where this poem is posted, so you can listen to it again if you would like, on that prompt because I thought it fit very well with And I am also going to pop that into chat for you. There you go. So there is her TikTok page, Miss Amber Crow, the poetess on TikTok.com, in case you aren't in chat. Okay, so. What's next, you guys? What are we doing now? Oh, wait. I know. It's time for you. So. The number again to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read tonight. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in. Listen for your telephone area code. When I do bring you on, please, please, this is very important, introduce yourself. It just sounds much smoother and there's people out there that will keep pinging me saying, who is this, who is this, who is this, and I'm going to lose my train of thought, and then I have to comment on your poem, and I didn't hear anything because I'm answering all these things because they all think you're amazing and want to know who you are, but I don't know how amazing your poem was because I didn't hear it because I was answering all these questions about who you are. So make sure you introduce yourself. That way I can keep my attention where it belongs. So, yeah, introduce yourself that, and you never want to send your work out into the world without your name on it. You are virtually, literally virtually, publishing your poem on the air. We have 16 years worth of archives. I wonder how many poems that is total. So, you know, you, you had, yeah, make sure, make sure that you, uh, you, make sure you tell us who you are. That's just, that's just the rules, folks. It's science. You can't argue with that. You can read two poems to start out with tonight, two normal length poems or one longer poem. When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL so people can come find you and get to know you and your work better. And then please remember that we have a mature rating. That means there's you can hear you're gonna hear a lot of a lot of strange stuff on here, but you will not hear adult erotica. We don't have an adult rating. So no bumping body parts, no tab A and a slot B. Other than that, you're good to go. I'm gonna go ahead and announce the first three callers. So you know where you are. It's really funny. I was I always do a mic check before I start the show, and Jimmy always calls in, and you know Jimmy and I have been friends since way, way before we ever even started the show, 20 years now maybe. 
close to that. Just a little under, but close to that. So I always do my mic, my mic check with him to make sure that you guys can hear me and stuff now. And I sat there and I told him, I said, you're second in line. And he goes, man, I dialed in. and, and But I knew, I knew <laughs> that Mr. Pineapple was going to be before me. I'll let him tell his own story. <laughs> All right. So anyway, first we have 567, Mr. Pineapple 16, followed by 702, the word machinist, our amazing Jimmy Ray Davis, followed by 860, Miss Jessica Brooks. All right. And I'll keep you informed on the lineup as we go along. So let's go ahead and grab Mr. Pineapple 16, our ice cream man. Are you in the ice cream truck? I was earlier, and hello, yes. Um, I did sell a little bit of ice cream today. It was uh, okay weather. Uh, it's the first time since actually last Thursday because it is still winter. and uh, But today was mid-50s. But um, I went out. My wife went with me today. She She didn't have to work today. So um, we saw saw a few regular customers that we haven't seen That's since so last romantic. fall. That's so romantic. Yeah, she she enjoyed it. I want, it. I want she, you to write a poem for your wife for me. I want the well, title I, of the poem I, to be "Baby, Come Ride in My Ice Cream Truck." <laughs> wow, she'll love that. I I've written some yeah, other poems to her, which I did one of them here couple months ago that one that was in Spanish um, I want you well, to seduce I, her with the idea of riding in the ice cream truck I, I want that love yeah. poem. it has to exist okay I will I will work on that <laughs> jump right on it right <laughs> what did, what did so you bring us tonight sweetheart well I got uh, I got this that's one that's not a line of the poem is it no, no. Okay. But, um, this this one that I'm going to do, it relates to food. Big surprise. <laughs> so um, this is called, this this friend of mine started a supper club. This is over 10 years ago. It, it went for about three years, and it was every Thursday night. And he would put a, a thing on Facebook announcing what restaurant we're going to meet at this week. And if someone was available that Thursday, boom, go meet up at 7 o'clock. It was always at 7 o'clock, and it was in various places around Metro Toledo, Maumee, Perrysburg, Sylvania, um, and a bunch of places in Toledo. And it was it was very, very cool. Sometimes there were – five or seven of us a few times there were 20 of us and it was really amazing so i wrote this little poem this is called thursday evening supper club poem thursday night and i want some grub time to meet up with the supper club you might see it's coming from down the block we usually get together at seven o'clock We explore the many restaurants in the glass city. Join us now if you're hungry. Sometimes we're in Perrysburg or Maumee, 
you can't join us this week. We won't blame you. Dine with us next time in Sylvania. We check out the old places and ones that are new. We might be at a movie or watching lights at the zoo. What we really want is to visit with you. Maybe we're at Chad's or the home of Chris and Kelly. We're going to have some fun dining. Let's fill that belly. End poem. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm always so hungry when this show's on, and then you read about food, and it makes my (laughs) stomach start grumbling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I do have another one, which – Food is mentioned, <laughs> but it's it's not the primary topic. But um, okay. so this one is based on the fact that uh, people get on Facebook in local. I'm from a, I'm from a small village in Northwest Ohio, and in this small village, like many other small villages, there's not a lot of big problems like murders and and crazy traffic problems and whatever. But people got to find something to bitch about. And so they get on Facebook and they bitch about, oh, McDonald's is too slow or this is happening or that's, ha-, you know, it's just like, oh, my God. So I wrote a poem. Um and this is called the Talk of Oak Harbor poem or Facebook Talk of Oak Harbor group poem, something like that. So, welcome to Oak Harbor. It's a nice little town. It'll give you lots of smiles unless you're in search of a frown. You went to McDonald's, you... You think the drive-through was too slow? Perhaps Fremont for your Big Mac is the place that you should go. There's a newspaper in your yard you don't want to read. I don't know what to tell you about its perception as a weed. Snowmobiles abound along the right of way, driving past your house all through the night and during the day. Then we find out they're going to destroy that house. Many people say, what the hell? Why are they going to do it? So people can bitch about their taco sauce at the new Taco Bell. There are carjackings, police sirens, and traffic jams galore. Oh, wait a minute. That's so many other places where you don't know anyone at the store. What we have right here is a community made of family and friends near the Portage River, 10 miles from where it ends. We have friendly local shopping. We have a festival in the fall. We have fireworks in July, free entertainment for all. Okabar is super gorgeous with those triple globe lights. Okabar is so pretty through the days. And through the nights, end poem. I love it. I love that you. 
I love, first of all, I love the word that you used, village. I don't know anyone that uses that word anymore, and I absolutely love that word. I don't know what makes a difference between a village and a town, but I want to live in a village. I hope that where I am is a village and not a town, except for we have McDonald's and a Taco Bell, so we're probably now a town. I'm pretty sure that makes us well, a town. Well, I, I, I don't know of a distinction between village and town. I know the distinction between village and city. And as far as I know, those those two uh, nouns or uh, a village and a city are two very distinct, different entities, whereas a town could possibly describe either one of those. It could definitely be referencing a village, but I believe you could be from a city and you could say, oh, yeah, this town I live in, and it could be – a small city and a city is defined as a a town with 5,000 people or more. If it has fewer than 5,000 people, it is a village. And the village that I live in has approximately 2,800 people. Well, this is what I came up with when I Googled it because I had to know, right? Okay. Town or village, what is the difference? A village is a small community in a rural rural area. A town is a populated area with fixed boundaries and a local government. So a village hmm. would be like a little area, a small community, you know, like a bunch of farmers' houses. No, There's no mayor or, you know, I guess that's the difference. So I'm in a town, well, I'm definitely in a town. A city, it says, is a large or important town. So, you know, <laughs> who's to decide that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now we well, know. This, we are all smarter because of you now. Well, uh, uh, I, I hope that's good. I like teaching. So, or I love how your I'm not teaching, talked about. Go ahead. Talk, 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 how it talked about what? I loved how your poem talked about community. Uh, you, know, you made yeah, the distinctions because... between the, the things that make your little village so special, you know, going to the store and knowing somebody and, you know, stop bitching and enjoy it. Yeah, I when I was in... The primary message of your poem. Yeah, when I was in college and a couple of my college roommates uh, came with me, we stopped here and then... Um, they dropped me off and Eric was going with Paul to the next county where there's a city <laughs> and Paul lives in a city and Eric was from a city, but we stopped at the grocery store here and two different people said hello to me while we were walking through the store. And then we got to the cashier and the cashier said hello to me and I knew who she was. She was the mother of one of my classmates and Eric and Paul were like, oh, my God, it's like we're in Mayberry. <laughs> and, yeah, it. it's nice to go to the local it. – it's it's nice to go to the local hardware store and, and see people that we know. And, and I went to high school with the owner, and it's 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 awesome. I I love it. And I I have lived in a couple different cities, and – I'm glad to be out of that and 
in this little village. It's much friendlier, and um, it's awesome. I absolutely agree. I love my little village, too. All right, sweetheart, tell everyone how to find you. Well, uh, the big place to find Pineapple 16, that's Pineapple XBI, is on YouTube. And uh, there's also, I got poems on Spotify and iTunes Music Store, and there's some music stuff on there, too. But YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, there's things on Facebook, and there, there's there's a few other ones I dabble with, but uh, but that's that's the big ones. So, I uh, next week I uh, I will be doing a poem that relates to what you have been saying every week about the writer's block, because it was oh, a, a poem that I wrote that ended a writer's block situation, but I will go into that in more detail next week. Well, now I'm excited. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. I myself am, I am 9% Irish, so I'm, I'm happy. And my favorite color is green. (laughs) Awesomeness. All right, sweetheart. Happy St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Happy Day of the Little People, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Yep. Okay. Ciao. (laughs) Bye, hon. Okay. Our next caller, as I said, is the one, the only, word machinist, a.k.a. Jimmy Ray Davis. You are on the air. I am. I am. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Nyla. And uh, I mean, I don't even have to introduce well. myself. You just, you you, uh, you honor me so much. <laughs> Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist, for the record. We'll get that on. Uh, cities and towns, uh, interesting conversation. I'm in Las Vegas, and it is much. It's most definitely a city. But Nyla, have you been? You've been in Las Vegas. Vegas? Mm-hmm. I have, yes. Okay. Yes, so I it's have. important to note. It's important to note that. Uh, the Vegas that the tourists see and think is great, the glitz and glamour, that is a whole separate part of the city. So for anybody who's going, I, 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 absolutely great place to visit. Uh, enjoy your stay. When you're in your hotel and you're looking out the window, look way out at the lights at the outskirts because we're building like crazy here. I mean, we're at, literally at the foothills of every mountain surrounding the valley. It is a one giant valley. And it's so big and spread out now, it's easily an hour from one end to the other, easily, and that's if you're lucky. Um, but it's a whole different uh, whole different deal outside of the glitz and glamour. And a great job tonight by Mr. Pineapple 16, Roman numeral XVI. XVI. <laughs> so so what talk- are you going to – go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, we talked about – um, we talk about. Uh, I, I'm glad that pineapple led off with that with community because we had such a. We talk. We oftentimes talk about the community we have here uh, at the Speakeasy mm-hmm. Cafe, and then also the, the wonderful, splendid, one of a kind community we had uh, back in the MySpace days. Which this is this. I think of this as a continuation of that. 
and it's important, you know, and I talk a lot about, I've talked before about the machine, words of the machine, um, we are the machine, and I believe that. And that's talking about how our words, uh, how we connect with, with our words and um, our contributions um, to the craft. Uh, but I've recently come up with another term, and it's, well, it's a little hallmarky, but I like it, and, and that term is the circle of light, and that is our communities, where, where we are at, are at together, and that is us as a community, uh, the friends, the, the positive vibes that we always get here in whatever part of uh, that circle that we're in. And um, right now I'm finding a, a nice circle in the Facebook uh, author community. So this really extends to all of that. And this is a new poem. This will be a Speak Easy exclusive, as I have not posted or spoken or created a video for it as of yet. And this is called, of course, Circle of Light. Stepped into a tiny circle of light, a hand was offered. The circle grew, then another, and another, until that circle was bigger, brighter, more encompassing than any other I knew. I belonged. My soul was warmed. It felt good. I knew it was where I was meant to be. The circle is you. It is me. Every new friend, every hand extended, every heart enveloped. Every smile shared, every encouraging word, every creative, compassionate soul makes its brightness grow. Together, we speak loud. Together, we stand proud. Out there, edge of darkness, the fringe, where the silly cats and tomfoolerists binge, Naysayers and game players, imposters and shammers, sycophants, scammers, their soulless beguilers, fair weather smilers, mouthpieces and fakers, no give all takers, soul breakers and toadies, see you down the roadies, plastic, phantasmic pretenders, mind benders, wolf ticket leeches, DM rotten peaches, liars, false saints, sharp tongues that taint, sheep's clothing slipping, trolls ever tripping, hucksters with devious, sinister master plans. Like Warren said, even a dog can shake hands. They want in. They will try. Together as one, no matter how they connive. Glorious sunrise, soft moon at night. Banished to the fringe, never to penetrate our circle of light. End poem. I love that poem. Do you want to know why I love that poem? Why do you love that poem, Nyla? Tell me. I cannot wait. I, I love. Just quit being silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please tell me, Nyla. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I I love that poem because it makes me think of you guys. Makes yeah. me think about this community. That's All really the craft is. is out there, and we've never let it into our circle of light here. No, I love no, that. And that's exactly, yeah, and that's exactly what I'm getting across. We really, I mean, if you think about it, 16 years, 
16 years of possible trolls and jerks and people being, and we've had what, a couple of minor isolated incidents that were shut down like with immediacy. So um, yeah, nothing can penetrate the circle of light. Absolutely. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So I figured I would dig into the vaults. I've been doing one new, one old, and I didn't even think about uh, Irish uh, doing anything for that. Uh, so I apologize for that. But, um, <laughs> Shame on you. You should yeah, be able to read limerick, my mind. Yeah, well, the limericks that, that I've got are probably would, would break the uh, rating for the show, so we don't want to do that. We don't take that chance. <laughs> However, this poem, uh, I, I did some digging, and I, I wanted to come up with something I hadn't even seen since MySpace days. I haven't even looked at this. This is one of my recovered poems. I've, it's a whole huge bunch of them, 800 and some odd poems. I've been going through the list is like, it's a chore, so I'm putting it off and doing little by little. So this poem um, is very wordy. It's very indicative of a lot of the poetry I was doing back then, and... Um, there, I, I will. There's a couple parts of this that might push the envelope a little bit on your rating, but I promise not explicit. So uh, you can trust me, Natalie. You know that. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, well, this is a very, like I said, this is um, so I'm reading it from my phone screen, and it's um, it's wordy, and it's uh, print is the screen because of the breadth of the lines, it is not an easy read, and there's a lot of crazy words. So um, I'll probably flub this. Now that I said that, I most definitely will, but if I do, I apologize in advance. This is called... You'll do fine. This is called From the Bottom of Kegs. Red sea dragons bring madmen from far across the sea. Underneath oceanic heartbeats combusting with glee. And the maraschino virgins with tattooed legs from the bottom of kegs. From the bottom of cakes, I've seen the despair at the bottom of cakes. The ragweed and cattails grow wild in my heart, and the black rose has broken petals fallen apart. Why do these boulders hide the sun from me, and this hourglass of sand spinning madly? Juju eyeballs and gummy bear trains litter the vast wasteland of the sugar-sweet plain. The moon has fallen and cannot seem to rise. Candelabra drips, backs, horn, prickle, thorn, thighs. The spines of the jellyfish are useless and worn, undulating masses of pure tragedy born. The one-eyed casket thief better than to beg, for he's been at the bottom, bottom of kegs. Trash barrel Christmas carols, kerosene dreams. This checkered shark skin shirt will rip at the seams. Logic dictates come hither to ride the brain tide. You are all well-equipped to take this last ride. Alice has fallen, wishing well, trip to hell. The Mad Hatter has had her, but shh, please don't tell. Jezebel's skirt flash for hard cash, show that ass, kicked in the wings like so much gutter trash. Tongue devil ear flutter with monotone stutter. This dagger tears flesh like a hot knife through butter. From the bottom of cakes, from the bottom of cakes, I've scraped acrid souls from the bottom of cakes. Missing leg dog bays and howls cannibal roar. You can bet that your pet will eat a dead dog for sure. Doomed drifter sifting lifts her from the very dregs. And the drunk sing, Earth Angel, from the bottom of kegs. The bottom of kegs. 
the bottom of kegs. I'll meet you in suicide at the bottom of kegs. Beware the stare of Thelonious, Thelonious Sable, snuck in for a five-minute blowjob in the stable. Dirty birdie Beatrice has never even had one kiss. Lists like the Lusitania in Port Wine Bay, Cove Bliss. Watch out for the gaucho leather and latex. Popped a cigar in his mouth, but it was a Kotex. And the Rolex on the no-necks that bounced at the bar tells time and the crime of the last shooting star from the bottom of kegs, the sycophants and dregs. I've pissed on them. In the bottom of kegs. Granite spire, bird on a wire, and you wink lasciviously. But I've seen your game in the rain, and won't be hoodwinked, hornswoggled, or taken by hucksters. Just another fly-by-night out-of-town bad luckster. So pour me a Jameson or a Bushmills to go. Because at midnight, this whole fucking town's going to blow. And boom. I absolutely... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> love, love, love that piece. That's from a long time ago. 2008, to be exact, the last leg of MySpace for us. Right, so it's yeah. 2006 on it, or is that just your um, thing? Oh, no, you actually, actually, well, I did you know what, 2006-9, so... Yeah, there's a header that I took off of there that shows the date created as 3-11-2008. I think that was my copyright that I put on it, and I probably just put it on there wrong. So, 2008. You know, my favorite line in that was Alice's, uh, Alice's fallen wishing. Alice, Alice's fallen wishing well tripped to hell. The Mad Hatter had her, but shh, please don't tell. I love that line. There's a whole section in there where you just absolutely roll words around like marbles. It's really amazing. You did that (laughs) incredibly in that first one, too. When you were reading that first one and you were going through the the soul breakers and and no give all takers and all that stuff, that was just like, both of those were incredible, Jimmy. Yeah, thank you, Nyla. That those are fun. You know, they're just you get that cadence going, and they're so fun to do, and they're really not easy. I I did about three dry runs on this before doing it right now, and I and I flubbed all three. So this was actually my best read through of <laughs> four tries. So I was I was hey. reading along with you while you you didn't miss a word. No, I think I, I think I did. All I was, right. but, well, yeah, I was reading along it, with you as you were reading. It's designed to flow, but, you know, sometimes even in that case with a poem, it's a little bit longer of a poem, um, you will get uh, syllables and side syllables that don't quite mesh, and you just have to go with it and read them, you know, read them as flow-worthy as you can. So, but anyway, it's a lot of fun. And I do appreciate it. Let's let the show roll on. I know Jessica's probably about ready to pee her pants here to get on the air. Sorry, Jessica. That's, not, <laughs> not that's a knock against me for being chatty Kathy over here. Uh, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I like being here. And thank you, Nyla, for this venue and for everything you do. I am uh, Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. You can find me at TikTok and Instagram under Word Machinist. And my Facebook author poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. So thank awesome. you again. Thank you. And by the way, thank you for sending me those tracks, um, Amber's tracks, to be able to play. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. And thank you so really much good. for uh, 
Yeah, no, she's really good. She's the one that's too shy. That's a little bit shy to call him, but I think hopefully we'll make that happen. And Kristen, Riley, I know you're in chat. I know you're listening. You're going to call in one of these days, but at your own leisure. And I'll be here when you do. <laughs> All right, now I'll let you take care, and you have a wonderful night. I'll be listening as long as I can, and uh, we'll, we'll do it again next week. Thank you, Jimmy. appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right, now. Take care. Love you. Love you, too. All right, our next caller comes from 860, our little girl from the brook. Yes. You called me Jessica Brooks. You put an S on it earlier. But it's okay. I forgive you. When? Huh? I said Brooks. Brooks instead of Brooks. Yeah, yeah, you did, I think. But it's okay. It's common mistake. Well, you know, sometimes one brook is just not enough to contain your awesomeness. Oh, I like that. So now I'm not Brooks. Only you. Okay. Okay, okay. Baby, yeah. you're a river, so, let me tell you. <laughs> this whole village, so, city, town thing. Now, you're you're a river. You're not a brook. You are a river, a a powerful river wow. of Thank deep so currents. <laughs> they used to keep they used to deep currents. So they used to keep currents. It's like, okay, well, keep going. Keep currents. <laughs> no, deep, <laughs> deep currents. <laughs> Deep and oh, mysterious way, currents. Stony and like I, I'm sorry I couldn't be more. I really wish it, I ha- it could, but I had to do something. You and, know, sweetheart. Uh, yeah. That it was awesome. It was amazing, and it was beautiful, and it's wonderful. And I thank you, and make no apologies because, you know, it does take a community to keep this show on the air. You're a part of that community, and anything like you know, it doesn't matter. Anything you guys do helps. And I saw that on there, and it just made my heart sing. Thank you. You're amazing. Uh, yeah, I could have sworn to the last day was the 16th, and today's the 16th, so I rushed over there. And uh, But I thought that thought said the 20th, and I shared it. So the 20th. Well, I put, down, I put down the 16th because if you don't put down a deadline, then there's no – people tend to forget. Yeah, so the, the deadline's like, actually later, but I was trying to be smooth. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad I, I realized before, or I mean, remember before it's too late. I am going to read two poems for my upcoming book. I don't know when it's coming out because I um, the person who's supposedly helping me is constantly too busy for the longest freaking time, and then she also said, oh, I, you know, she was upset with you doing Speak Me for a few months, and then on top of it, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I want it to be out, but I don't like having to depend on people, especially when it's all done and just needs to be basically put on, put into print, you know. Um, I just said these are two from it. It's called Stigma on Fire is my new book. Um and they are all, the thing about this book is you were all written after I, you know, you said there's nothing as writer block, writer's block, but after I, I finished this last, one of the rounds of VCT, I believe the last one, I could not write for so long that I literally wanted to die. And I know I've said it before. So this is, and after it magically came back, thank God, um, I wrote a, a book 
of all the poems, every single one was when after the news came back. This one's called Hope Shine On Me. I have to stop looking back as I search ahead as I search ahead. The past holds no merit except secrets for my spirit. For memories I forget, so much regret, so much trauma. A sigh escapes these lips that used to release screams. The peace I feel now was only felt in dreams. I hoped and prayed someday I would be happy, find a love to rescue me. My heart had floated away up high to avoid being hurt. Yet now it is set in its place. It beat stronger even when I felt weaker. My heart was not. Even when at my lowest point, believe me, there were many. I held on to dreaming of the future when my smile would radiate, be seen in my eyes. For it is true that I was what I was always told. Things will get better, they said. I scoffed and carried on, yet held a shred of hope tightly in my hands. Growing larger over the years, hope became my strongest ally. Even when I felt alone, I prayed one day I would find everything pictured in my mind. Safe shelter, love, pet, happiness. Now I have all that and more, only because I never let get away that magical gift of hope. The source of meaning in my life, the reason I am alive, is not based on luck, yet hard work on myself. Work that took a whole lifetime, yet did not show up late, for I can look back on what I wrote many years ago. Pages and piles of paper kept as a reminder of where I have been up to where I am now. To some it may be a shock, a difficult subject to grasp, that instead of giving up, look deep inside and find some light, seize up hope, never let go and fight for there is always a way out of the darkest night a place i never thought i would be where hope would shine on me and poem that was beautiful thank you you're going to read tonight my love called darkness will not win darkness will not win do i fade away or do i relax face the day Full frontal forward with passion, zest for life. I choose my happiness. I reflect positivity. For I like a mirror for like a mirror, my eyes cannot hide my mood. Today I resolve to smile through struggles, to weather any storm, to fight winning battles, to face challenges head on. For too precious is life, to waste time frowning, to ruminate and worry. Today is brand new, do not be in a hurry. So today I will decide to be friendly and smile. So far I'm doing well with that goal. I am feeling bright. I will not hide in shadows, for I cannot control this smile shining from within. For life is what you make of it. Darkness will not win. And poem. I absolutely love the strength in that piece, too. Darkness will not win. It doesn't matter how dirty, how much dirt we walk through, it washes off. Yeah, we'll be okay. Yeah, so that the hope thing, you know, about going back to the hope part, like I literally had so many times I thought I had nothing left. I just, I just, I just hold on to hope the whole time, and it, and it just makes me crazy. You know, like I read them, like I read these things will get better. People always freaking say that. They're like, yeah, right, whatever. And things are going so crappy. But they did. Like, I mean, eventually it took me took years and years and years. But finally, I I never would have dreamed that I would be where I am now, like years ago, writing about just wishing I had a home, let alone an apartment, you know, pets, let alone a dog, a cat, and a turtle. 
You know, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> it is. And it's a turtle. Amazing. I mean, seriously, yeah. and a turtle. Yeah. I need to. I need to get a turtle. I want. I want a turtle so bad. They're really hard to don't get an aquatic. Don't get a regular slider. Like they're a big commitment. When you get them, you don't really realize how long they, not just how long they live, but the fact that they're so hard to take care of compared to other animals. So if you, were, they? If you really want to, if you really want a turtle, like really do your research before you spend all the money that you, tons of money on all the supplies and knowledge you need to have. And yeah, but. You'd be able to just go to the pond and adopt a turtle and let it live there. Yeah, let it live in the pond and go, go visit it because okay. like, I feel really lucky that my poor turtle is in a pond in Florida or something, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that can be found on Facebook. Like, I've been on my author page way too much because I've been neglecting a lot of my friends that um, used to used to read when I was on there but haven't gone over to Facebook, so I was thinking about cross-posting. Uh, but Jessica Burke Poetry is where most of my poetry is. And you can find me on YouTube, Jessica Burke Apostrophe E-S Poetry. Um, but I haven't, I can admit, I haven't been on there in a while. Um, yeah, and my books are available on Amazon. You just search Jessica Burke in the book title. There's Out of the Chasm, and even Poetry Gets the Blues. And the third one, unfortunately, can't be found anymore. All right, Nyla, thanks for featuring all of us tonight, and I'm very happy that I set little Alexa to go off at a certain time to remind me to call in. So. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. Word Machinist says awesome job, and, and Little Bear Martha says uh, such, a, such wonderful, insightful poems. Thank you for sharing, oh, Jessica, you from our chat room. Thank you. I'm already listening, probably, yeah. Thank you. Thank you both so much. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of other people, are, you know, take the time off. I'm taking up too much time. All right. Uh, good night. All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Yes, I will. Okay. Bye-bye, sweetie. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code Three four six three four six. You are on the air. Good evening. Hello. This would be Amelia T. Davis, aka Poetical Angel Queen. This is a new phone number, by the way, right? Can't pull anything over on you. Yes, I changed the number because I was having all kinds of weirdos calling me. Uh, but same area code, though. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, that's why I did. That's why I didn't say who it was because, like, okay, I know that that's her area code, but I don't know that number. So now I do. And so now you do. Yes, uh, exactly. Um, so you know. Uh, what, two weeks ago, I wrote a poem using a few of the prompts, you know, titled it with one of the prompts and used. And then last week, I was trying to catch up uh, with what you were saying, and you said, go to my page and pull. Now I'm confused because uh, the prompts 
I found on your page uh, did not match what I kind of scribbled last week. But nonetheless, uh, no, I it did, did not because I, let me no wait 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 let me clarify so you'll know. The prompts on my page are from past shows. To go get the prompts from this week, after the show has ended, you will listen to the show's first 15 minutes of the show's archives to get the current weeks. So you'll go to the show page, the same link you click to get to this show, click on this show link, listen to the first 15 minutes of the show, and you can write them down. Okay, so that's where I got confused. So nonetheless, attempting... (laughs) Attempting to, uh, you know, because you, you, you do realize all the years that I've been coming, I rarely ever do any uh, homework or assignments or any of that. So I was really trying to, like, impress you and surprise you, like, oh, my, she's actually <laughs> So anyway. Wait a minute, I wait a minute. Cool. Ready? Ready? Wait, ready? Gasp. Gasp. me being surprised. <laughs> so I did I did pull one of them. Apparently it was from a past show that uh but uh I, uh hopefully you will uh recognize everything involved in this poem and I used all of the prompts. So Again, um, I will tag you like I did the last time when I used a few of your prompts, but here we go. It's called, uh, so the first poem is is that poem, and it's called The Strange Girl and the Dark Angel. The strange girl lives Magnolia Lane. She works on the night shift. The flowers she gathers from the ungrateful garden are beautiful and unique. She met a dark angel who she bewitched down in the basement. They danced together and sang along with their special songs. When friends would stop by, they would sing, Welcome to the party and continue on dancing and singing. One of their guests started crying and screaming. They turned to him and said, boys, don't cry. He said, before I came here, I had the dream of bones, and there was no place to run. Then I woke up and came here to have some fun, but I just remembered that dream, and it brought tears to me because it was so vivid. They told him to relax and just enjoy the music and company. Everyone had a fabulous time and left happy and smiling. Remember to enjoy every moment you can in life and don't let nightmares ruin your day. Music is the best remedy to any problem or situation. And peace. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. I had the list of prompts pulled up in front of me and and was catching them as you were reading. And I cannot believe you used all of them. That was so good. You know, and it was fun. It's just fun to do something like that, isn't it? It was. And and that's what I was going to tell you is I really did enjoy – 
putting that together, it was really fun. So thank you for that. And again, you know, here I am trying to be a very good pupil after like 11 years. You know, I throw, I throw, I take it. It's like, it's like I pick up a dandelion fluff and I blow it across into my neighbor's yard because it just makes them so mad. Oh, that's not very nice. I'm not a nice person, am I? He's kind. He's kind of. A, he's just kind of a grump. Maybe it's because of the dandelion seeds, so. though. All right, we won't even go there. Let's forget I even said that. Rewind. Okay. So anyway, it's kind of like blowing a dandelion fluff, and I send all those seeds out there into the world, and you know sometimes a seed will land on a windowsill, and then it'll blow a little ways and it gets stuck in a tree, and then it blows a little way, you know, and other ones will fall to the ground and grow right away. So you never know. You never know how long something's going to sit there or what it's going to grow into or when it's going to happen. So there's no time limit, you know. It's okay if it takes forever. It's okay if it takes 11 years. So I'll tell you why, and I I don't think I ever told you why I never did. Back when I was in school, I was very creative, and I could sketch uh, pictures and people and flowers and wrote poetry. And so they saw that I had this artistic talent as in drawing, and they stuck me in an art class. And because I had to go by what they told me to do, I lost all interest in art and sketching, and it went, you know, to the wayside. And I didn't ever want that to happen with the poetry. So that's why I wouldn't necessarily uh, go with the prompts or the, you know, various items because I didn't want to get boxed into that and, you know, end up possibly losing my drive for the poetry. So that's why. But it did um, help. It was very um amusing and fun to do that so i brought you one more piece you know and and Um, in all honesty let's say this in all honesty okay that poem was probably made up 80 percent of prompts yeah you think it's the best poem you've ever written no but it was one of the most fun it was one of the most exactly exactly it's a sand lot activity it's like sliding, you know, putting the, doing the sandlot baseball and you throw the garbage can down for home plate and you slide in and you have fun. You just do it for the joy of it. You know, right. it was a really fun poem. Not, it's not the greatest poem you've ever written in your life, but it was a fun poem. And you could tell it was a fun poem. You could tell by the way you read it. So instead of sitting down one night and you saying, I don't have anything to write about. I must have writer's block. Oh, so it would quit drooling on my keyboard because I just, and I'm just, instead of sitting there, you, you saw something, you said, what the heck, you tried it, you had a blast, you made something, read something that was entertaining and fun and delightful to hear, and it was amazing. I am so proud of you, sincerely, so proud of you. Thank you. Ah, thank you. So I brought you another poem, but this is, you know, Classic, Emilia. It's a new one, but it's still classic. So it's called A Tale of a Queen Ship. Our love is as deep as any ocean, as wide as the planet Earth. He is patient standing. He is my heartbeat, my sunshine during the storms of 
life, my strength and my rock, my knight in shining armor, my protector, my best friend, my hero, my lover, forgiving, merciful, enchanting, enticing, handsome, voice of an angel, powerful body, sparkling eyes, lips full and sensuous, a perfect pairing of hearts, minds, and souls, complexion, smooth, dark, chocolate, suavity, like Ghirardelli drops that melt in your mouth, muscles rippling, intelligent and charming, tall like a redwood tree. He takes all the air out of my lungs anytime we are near. Just one call from him brings positivity to my day. He is the sun burning bright. He is the stars in my night guiding me into peace and harmony. My heart beats out the percussion of his name. My essence flows upon a melody of his voice, turning into a puddle of peach negayas. My whole being aches for our joining of kingship, queenship, to equal lifelong love. He stalls, debates, prolongs. Where is this going? Is it ever going to manifest? Questions without answers. Time without ending. Tick-tock goes the clock. Too many hurts, too many tears. Games and manipulation. Is there any night left? Amusing to some to bring pain and devastation. Too many willing to destroy love. For too often a entertaining excess in lustful pleasures. The dark cruelty, when will the righteous win? When will the light evade and conquer with positivity, destroying the darkness? When will all that has been lost be regained and restored? How can those who love allow the hateful to win? How can the godly sit idly by as the demonic bring misery? When will love win? When will happiness be restored? How long must someone wait to live again? A king needs to enter the castle and claim what is rightfully his. A king must have strength and courage to overcome the dragon's queen. Prayers are nothing without action. God's ordained romance cannot blossom without significant action. A queen waits and wonders, will love ever come knocking? To hear a man say he loves her for who she is deeply, not for the surface image. Will she ever hear those words again? Will her gold treasure ever be returned? Questions, questions, only God and a king can answer. Just the tale of a possible king and queen. Peace. Musings of Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. 
and peace. Amelia, you have to stop this. I am never, ever going to be able to eat one of those fancy chocolate chip cookies again without feeling like I'm cannibalizing your future husband. It's like Amelia's never going to find love because I just ate her hubby to be. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) On one of the shows, you know, this was some years back. Uh, was doing a sexy poem with the peach, you know. I mean, I kind of threw it in there a little bit. But anyway, one of the poets said they could never eat peach cobbler ever again. (laughs) (laughs) You've you've ruined chocolate chip cookies for me now, you know. I can't eat bread because I think I'm eating God. And I can't eat chocolate chip cookies now because I'm eating Amelia's husband. All the all the poets are not having issues with food because of my poetry. right. Thank God for pineapple uh, sixteen. I probably wouldn't eat anything anymore. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I love it. Pineapple. <laughs> oh, I'm not going there. Um, it made me laugh because I, I always hear everybody writes. Everyone, everyone's a queen. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, you guys, there can't be that many queens in the world. There just can't be. And and I'm thinking, you know, I, I want to be, I don't want to be a queen. I want to be a wild-haired peasant girl. So I, I've been working on that for a while. I've been trying to think of a poem where I could write about not being a queen, but being a wild-haired peasant girl instead. Just because, you know, what? it's just, I don't, I, I don't want, there's too much responsibility comes with being a queen. You know, you guys are awesome. I, I just can't do that. Uh, That's too much to live up to. That. You could combine that with your, um, you know, archaeology uh, digs and all, you know, that uh, you uncovered this ancient uh, peasant girl uh, and, you know, what happened to um, her. And, you know, there you go. Now I gave you a writing prompt. How about that? <laughs> That works for me. <laughs> but it's just like a respect factor that, you know, um, all females are really queens and all males are really kings. Um, and, you know, we as females go through so much, but yet men do too. And it's about meeting those challenges and how well you cope and deal with them. But, yeah, it's more of a respect factor. But if I should ever get a serious, you know, man, then it would be my king, not a king or, you know, like all Greek people on my page. I understand that, but you have to promise me when that happens. You have to promise me you'll tell me right away because the first thing I'm going to do is go out and buy a bag of chocolate chip cookies. Because I'll, I'll know he's safe. I, that's the deal. I, I will let you. Okay. Meanwhile, thank you. Uh, do thank not you. Eat, do not eat any chocolate chip cookies or chocolate of any kind. <laughs> And I, you know, I'll it's okay because you know. I don't like chocolate. So your hubby's safe, actually, because I, I do not eat chocolate. I don't like it. I know that's weird. 
probably why I'm a peasant, not a queen. Etsy, I, I could just imagine you sending me a case of chocolate for Christmas or something. And like, <laughs> okay, there you go. There, there's your chocolate. So I'm going to melt it and mold it into a boy first, or just like this right. giant chocolate penis or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> now I'm on a mission. <laughs> All right, Amelia. Love you dearly. Thank, Thank you. So you did a great job tonight. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You can find me on Facebook and all other platforms under Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and here every Thursday night. Thank you so much, Nyla. You're absolutely welcome, honey. We'll see you soon. Okay. I know I didn't just say penis, did I? in my out loud voice on the air in front of all of you in the world. Let's let's just move right along. All right, area code four one nine, Mr. Rebel Jones. Nyla said penis. Nyla said penis. I so said penis. I did. I did say it. I am owning it. I did it. I did. Hi. So, girl, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Excited to see what you brought us tonight. I brought something called Inspiration Inkwell. Ooh, I like it. All right. Scarred from eternity it, is it, of living. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, I so interrupted you. But it's like just way too much like the name of our workshop. So is it a homework assignment? I know. I know. You'll just have to wait and see, huh? Oh, in other words, just shut up and listen, right? Yeah. <laughs> shut up and ride, woman. Shut up and ride. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, just go with it, all right? Let me set the tone here. Just go with me. Okay. Call this Inspiration Inkwell. Nice with the pen. <clears throat> Scarred from an eternity of living, I reach down deep with my naked arms into the inspirational inkwells and grasp content describing the color of words. A voice speaks to me from the deep in an ominous whisper, and it says, don't envy the paintbrush. Oh, yes, how I do love to descriptively paint them, these teleporting words for particular types of people. I have been blessed with these particular skill sets. For your consideration, here I go. I'll give you a forewarning about what's to come. Put your seatbelts on, that is all. I'm lost in a book of spells and meditated too long, chanting in the mirror, and I literally got fucking lost inside of myself. Welcome to madness, a wicked wild ride through a puzzle box of broken promises and fairy tale memories. These are lies to myself. These are my only truths. These are my thoughts, silent the most. And early in the still morning darkness, before coffee, before sunshine, before the dragon knuckles of men, before hungry blood cutthroats of Wall Street, hustle and bustle before all of that wild after hours, they daily current chaotic, over-caffeinated culture begins. Just me. In the silence, conversating and philosophizing about the current state of the world we're living in, we talk about a lot of what is and what not, and I must say, conversations like these bring new perspectives to me. Okay, what now? What if, uh, hold up. 
I would smoke something purple and orange. Good morning, Sativa. Hold up. What if the first woman returned to become the last woman because y'all didn't realize how much power you harnessed inside? Legacy of woman been too long caged in the shadows of men and a day in the life of that which we have taken for granted. So I ask it again. What if the first woman returned to become the last woman because y'all never realized I'm a power you harnessed inside? A day in the life of a mother's daughter, a woman with a voice that rumbles the earth when she sang about the prophecy of thorns that would be forever heard beyond the realms of beyond the gates of God's garden, beyond the future yet written about. Until I begin to write them in 90 circular layers that overlap, creating new flowers of life. Inscribing new memories upon his memory petals as it falls gently on the thoughts of the next deep poetic thinker that's nice with the pen. Peace. That was, you were, those are this week's prompts. You just sat there and wrote that tonight, didn't you? Well, of course you did. You didn't yeah. have the prompt yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't and next can't pull one over on me. <laughs> <laughs> it was mixed in with last week's prompts, too, so. Mhm. That was incredible. I really, really, I, that was incredible. And I dedicated that to Women's Month. So. Aw. Hey, you're awesome. I love y'all women. So, considering in two classes from now, because I'm in accelerated courses at school, in two classes from now, I'm in women's studies. Man, I love women. I, I should be all up in that shit. <laughs> That's a completely different poem there, sweetheart. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. women That's are awesome. We're tonight. adorable. Women are awesome. You know, I've I've loved women since I met my mother. You know, since day one, I've I've just loved women. I remember. Um, okay, my that line that about, line has to be in your poem somewhere. My I've mom loved told women me when I was I little. My mother. That, That's awesome. My mother told me when I was little that I asked her to marry her, you know, like, because I thought that's what people that loved each other need to get married, and I didn't love nobody more than my mom, you know. I was like, well, we should be married then. <laughs> I used to sit there and tell him, like, I was going to marry my dad. I think that's a little kid thing, you know. My daddy was my it hero. Is, he said, who are you going to marry when you get big? I'm going to marry you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I did. I ended up marrying someone just like my father, and now I'm, you know, (laughs) that was a lot of years ago. I I definitely did not marry someone like my mother, but that's okay. (laughs) (sighs) All right, sweetheart. I am Rebel Jones. You can find me here Thursday night with Nyla, um, or you can catch most of what I've ever done on YouTube at Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, Madman, and I got a lot of old content on Poetry by Rebel Jones on Facebook, but I don't do social media much anymore, so everything you'll find on me in that route will be old stuff. Anything new you want will be in Nyla's archives. <laughs> Yes, it will be. I appreciate you so much, Rebel. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being part of the family. You're just incredible. Hey, we're going to be donating for... from the Rebel. 
we're gonna be donating from the Rebel family here next month. Um, we just we we struggling this month. You know, we're all struggling, and I know that. That's why sometimes it's so hard for me to have these fundraisers up because I know this isn't easy, and that's a lot of money to yeah. put together. I gotta feed the babies before I do anything, you know. So. Exactly, exactly. That's you know exactly, and so that's why you know sometimes I just I feel real shitty having to do a fundraiser to keep us on the air. But I just you know like nah. like you know many of us just there's just no way it's just too expensive now. But I can't let it go. Nah, you, you know, know when I, it comes I, to the love of art, art always finds its way. Always that's finds true. Its way. You've been doing it for how long? That's all right. I, I've got I've got grandma's silver. We'll be all right. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. But we're going to start donating this family um, coming up here next month. Just wanted to let you know. But we lo- I appreciate I that, sweetheart. Doing. And, you know, you make a contribution every time you're here. And all the support you show us, the love that you give us, the support you show the community, the other poets, by sharing with the world. I mean, that's a hell of a contribution. Uh, all kids, so thank you. My kids know Thursday night, daddy's night here at bedtime because he's on the speakeasy. You know, How old are your kids? How old are your kids? Six, eight, and 15. So I want you to write a poem for me. Uh-huh. That's, that where it's going to be a collaboration with your kids. And to make oh, it hell. easy... Wow, make it easy the kids the kids have there's a part where i want them all sitting in front of you and when you raise your hand up they'll that'll cue them to know it's their turn i know it has to incorporate a child's song into your poem where your kids like twinkle twinkle little star so they'll sing that in the background through your poem or as a a verse in your poem repetitively through your or however you want to do it just do it you know what nyla only one of what? my kids would be willing to do that. And again, it would not be my teenager and my eight-year-old. My six-year-old, though, his dream is to do poetry when he grows up. Like he would be all about that shit. Hey, that's my so baby. So help rebel. him write a poem. Help him write a poem and put him on the air with me and let me talk to him and and read right. his poem if he would. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah, I would love that, that so much. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. So I'll try to work you know, that out. That would be pretty cool. It would be. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, please. <laughs> you know, I went on some poetry show a couple of years ago because I have a grown daughter, too. But she was 16, 17. And um, when I was in the military, we didn't have a lot of contact with each other when I was overseas, like in combat. I didn't really keep contact with a lot of people. Um, um but when I got back, and then like sixteen, seventeen, she came out to visit me in Michigan, and she was like, "I write poetry too." And she showed me what she wrote. Holy shit, man! It was incredible. So we got on. Um, I think, I don't even remember what show it was, but we got on and read her, read her piece that we did a collaboration together, and we read a piece together, and it was it was amazing. Maybe that's a way to. Uh... Reopen that door. Yeah, yeah. But my baby rebel, I think he'd down he'd be down to do that. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. My Clap teenagers, baby. Rebel and baby me, rebel. Me, me, my teenagers don't even talk to each other. <laughs> well, you know, you're the adult, you're the parent. You need to fix that. Go get go get in your kid's uh, face nah, and start a conversation. Oh, I do. 
he makes animal noises at me and grunts and shit. But um, the eight-year-old, the six-year-old, they're straight. Um, nah, I yell back. <laughs> I, I'm a pusher. I'm a military dad. I don't. I don't play that shit. <laughs> Oh, talk to your kids. Always talk to your kids. There's got there's common ground oh, somewhere. You just have to kids. find it. My kids don't necessarily <laughs> like what I got to say, but I talk to them. That's me. I talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I, All right, I Rebel, tell everyone how to find you, honey. 87% of the stuff that comes out my mouth, 87% of what comes out my mouth, they don't like. <laughs> I told them how they could find me on your show. Oh, that's or right. You already did. So you get me talking and I lose my lose my brain. I know. Next All right, started, sweetheart. So we'll... No, you're okay. We'll see you next week. Absolutely. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for waking up today. Thank you for waking up today, too. <laughs> Bye, honey. Bye. Okay, looking in chat, um, Rich, tell me your area code again. I don't have, I don't, rem, I'm, 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 the pressure, I can't give it off the top of my head. I'm going to grab area code 832. 832, you are on the air. Hey, sweetie. Mr. Blue Blue, how are you? How do you do? It's just been a day, let's put it that way. Not really, I'm not really feeling much right now. Uh, the only thing I'm really going to say about this piece is it kind of kind of goes back into uh, a bit of the, uh, well, to the beginning times, I guess, with some people. "Quote unquote," discovering us, and uh, we uh, called the priests uh, black robes because more often than not, that's how they, uh, or that's what they wore when they came over here. And I don't know where exactly this um, image came from. It's just kind of like. I was just thinking about, you know, like, okay, you know, there's the flows of rivers and the landscapes that we see, you know, on the on the surface. And then underneath there's the shadows and the memories of, you know, things that were before anybody decided to use a bulldozer or earth mover or whatever. So this is kind of like, uh what what would happen i guess if uh well just you know if that kind of just that kind of uh landscape uh basically returned to spirit and i guess it'd be the easiest way to say that shadow flows of a river black robes try to silence the land with their sodden steps water flows beneath the ground if Dreams kept secret shall not be found except by raven. Gaketronga. Titi. 
flex-winged grace as if to scoop something from a hollow place, life beneath the patched stains of earth, black co-inido as the nocturnal passages try not to sleep on the wrong side of night. Midnight burning smoke from the eldritch bones, water, shed trees, Oksabi, the forest still stands. We shall gather among these sacred, where the water flows beneath our feet. Oh, red earth. Wadakoku. Fireflies, cold glow without heat torches, flame traces. They seek us even now. Black robes with flambeau. Oh, Dago Egak. Joni. Wood water, tree water, slow sap moves within life's blood out of sight, except when there's a cut. So we move spirit to shadow. Flow of water, river's life out of sight, far removed. Clay fingers of ignorance, black robe, flat balls of prayer. Ivy's saying, trying to press them into our grounds. They are ill-suited to the task. Our roots go deeper. Our medicine is more than they will ever understand. Marks on a map. Swales in the distance. We don't need paper to know where we are. Wisp, willow threads, smoke to peeling, paling the ages clean. We sing from beneath our mountains, the valleys that remain and all place names to which we can still return. The roots of stone, Joni. We drink of the wood water, the water sap, bringing into ourselves the images of real earth from the trees. Red earth, we gather at the feet of our living wood relations. We gather syllables along with soft pulp, nodules that have become our meat. We chew carefully lest we be heard by the beings dark with their intentions as shadows. We move beyond ken of the black robes. Their opaque eyes and stilted words cannot find us unless we are careless. Shaded ice flows of a river. We move with its slow silt of frozen crystals. Winter as in summer. Water is life. Ne which on. They tap with their feet. They try to redirect our relations within their grasp. Me, Sabe. Me, 
Mm, black robe. The earth shakes beneath their feet. There marks their prince upon our earth as transitory as they are. Didn't need any interference from them before. We do not need it now. We understand what we see. Our knowledge from the Creator, no humanized God, the laws we know were part of our original instructions, which they seem, which they burn as if from the darkness of their own religion. Shadow flows of life, we shall be resistant. Agitate, defiant. There will be no time when we step away from our own. We are the ghost road born. Donc, jongue, vous êtes Wow. Another powerful, powerful message, Soldier Blue. Yeah, thank you. I just, uh, you know, like I said, I just was thinking about those kind of things. Kind of just uh, taking a look around me and, you know, the observations of, I guess. So. Are you, are you going to read too, baby? Uh, I could. I really. I got one. That one wasn't a longer one, so yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Well, these are coming from. Yeah, this is this. Well, the this one. Uh, I don't know. Um. I'm going to put this as title just simply because it would be easier to explain it. The title is Burner, and that is actually the word burn, then with an apostrophe, and then ER. So if you want to get technical about it in long long form, that would be burn her, but that's not where I'm going with it. So anyway, that's, that's what it's called, Burner. Burner, blood and bone, send her back home. Having forgotten everything she knows. The cherry flames of midnight, ashes at a bargain matinee, the silent films once again in fashion. Rogue, road, trash told, bad phonics, weariness, weariness takes its toll. Five percent of the flesh, blood bound, words becoming agents. Spots, bloodborne, swift wings surging, corpuscles, emotions slamming through, hard hits on a drive-by line of sight. Midnight lacks anything corporeal. Distance makes shadows by light speed. Burner, burner, blood and bone. Dead or behind glass, we did not ask you to preserve us. It is the tithe of agreement. What do you see? What did you think at all? 
Burn her down, burn her out, burn her down to destruction, reflections of annihilation. There can be no doubt anything. Blue skies crying, children falling like lightning, a cascade of heat and energy. A child could work it out. Themes of greed. The homeless wander. Medals of valor, their honor packed away. Soldiers no more seeking shelter in a bed. Some soft ground to call home place. Uchi. Ground zero, ground calls. Dasuda, burnt earth. We will see her again with new eyes. Mishta. We are the Ghost Road Born. Loki Ujongi Ube. Wow. Sometimes I don't know how to respond or what to say because anything that I feel like, I feel like anything that comes out of my mouth is going to be so trivial. compared to what I've just heard when you read. <laughs> well, that one, to be honest, that one, that one kind of comes from two places. It was for me, kind of like personifying Earth, and then those people who have taken the time to, you know, try to do something besides just sit there and watch everything go quietly into extinction and also at the same time you know, having that sense of what they call a soldier in terms of you know and, and if you think about it it's more in terms of like the spirit of it it's in there there's something of the warrior that goes when goes with what happens to a lot of the guys that come back from uh you know areas of conflict when they've been in the, in the armed services and they teach them because they teach them how to do their job, but they don't teach them how to live with it. And I was watching uh, a video, and just uh, and I sometimes I get in get into these loops where I watch the 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 reaction videos. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with this song, but there's a song by a group called Five Finger Death Punch. And they three at least three of the members of that group are all uh, veterans, and they you know very seriously take up the cause of you know the veterans and the guys who come back. You know they come back physically, but a lot of times they don't come back mentally. And they have the a song called. The boys we send over there are not the boys we get home. Exactly, and and the the song is called "Wrong Side of Heaven." And I'm going to tell you what, man, you <laughs> you watch that video, you understand a lot about what it is to live with that. That kind of, uh, that kind of pain, that kind of uh, being able to not unsee what happened. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it didn't I mean that whole kind of uh, 
sense of, you know, scarring from the inside. You can't, uh, you, if you know it, you can't fake it. You know what I'm saying? And if you've never been there, then you have absolutely no way of touching on it. But, um, they, uh, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, my, my accounts as far as like what I've been through, you know, uh, are in the, in that first hand account, like, you know, they like the vets coming back from those places. But I, you know, when I was, you know, growing up in uh, Central America, I mean, there's a lot of things that happened out there that even though I was running between the ages of zero and six years old, I can guarantee you one damn thing. I can't unsee that. What I saw happening out there, it, it was a, with a whole lot of stuff that, you know, that's why it makes me laugh when people talk about their bulletproof civil rights up here. It's like, what the fuck are you kidding? You don't know shit. You don't know what real courage is to be able to stand up when you know someone could, all has to, has to do is pull a trigger and your ass is on the goddamn curb. You don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and like I said, these guys, you know, they know, like I say, they know it coming back from the combat zone. Like I say, I've seen it. And, and you know, then they are, then coupled with that, you know, they, and I mean, I know, and I know I feel some of that. I'm not saying I'm, you know, I'm, I would, you know, how much or how little it is. Well, I know it affects me a lot because I know, I know how I see things with my own people, but they also tell, tell, tell us as, you know, as First Nation people that we have what they call historical PTSD, which is something, you know, basically handed down through generations. And then, like I said, I know I know that that hits me hard too, and that's I would have to say that that's you know maybe at least for me the the, the starting place of my empathy for you know for 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 all of the Native nations and what they go through, what they've been through. One hundred percent. And I've got a few pieces already in mind. I haven't written them yet, but I'm going to. I've got a few pieces in mind that I'm going to put down on paper, and I'll be reading them over the next couple of weeks. Good. I look forward to that, sweetheart. All right. Do me do do me a favor, sweetheart, and I'm kind of shook up. Can you tell? Damn. Do me a favor. Tell everyone how to find you. <laughs> okay. I just, uh, I'm sorry, now. Like I said, I just, I'm just, just feeling it, feeling it hard today, you know. That's I'm okay. I'm right a... there with you. You okay. take me with you. It's okay. All right. All right. I don't only um, love you when you're pretty. Well, I've never written pretty, so I wouldn't know what that is anyway. <laughs> 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 but. Uh, you can you can find me uh, Rafe Wild at uh, Facebook dot com. Uh, you can you can uh, find uh, examples of my work on uh, my podcast Red Earth One. And if you keep the words separated, it'll get you there a little faster. I also have some stuff on Reverb, and I'm uh, looking at some of the things that I've got on uh, on YouTube and uh, trying to uh, figure out some of the things that I can do with that. So that's that's basically what I'm working on. So um, in the chat room, 
Mrs. Word Machinist says, he always hits all those gut punches in the best way, though. Martha, little bear, says, amazingly powerful, Soldier Blue, big bear hug. Thanks for sharing. Jots for Sanity, well done on the readings. Again, Mrs. Word Machinist, damn blue, going to feel that one. <laughs> Get, getting love in the chat room, honey. Great job. Thank you. Uh, I, and, and that's one of the reasons why I, you know, I'm here, because not for that. I mean, not for, you know, some for the accolades, but, but because I want to share, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it is coming across in a good way, you know, to the, to the people who, who are here. And for that, I am very grateful. And, and I'm thankful for, in that, and I guess you could say in that sense, you know, that that's, that's how I look at the accolades. I'm, I'm thankful that, that, that I'm, I'm sharing with people who can understand that. Mm-hmm. And accolades are okay. It's a part of human nature. We have to have those. Have you ever seen what happens to a child that's grown up without love or without touch? You know, so you, you do some hard things in life, baby. And you deserve hugs once in a while, too. You deserve those loves. You deserve to be told you do well, that you're doing good, that you're working hard. You deserve that recognition, and I'm glad you get it, even if it's hard to take, which I know is hard for you to take that. Take a compliment sometime and know that it's okay. We see you. Uh, I appreciate that, too, yeah. And, And I try not to push people away, but... Sometimes it's hard because I just I'm looking at a whole bunch of stuff, and sometimes I just don't know what to do with it all, you know. And so I have to let it sit there for a minute until I can come back to it with a a little bit. Spit it out and sort it out <sighs> later. That's always been my philosophy. Yeah. And, all right, uh, Lou. Thank you very right. much, my dear brother. I love you. I love you too, Nyla. And we'll talk to you next week, sweetheart. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Good night, hon. Good night, ma'am. Oh, I love that man so much. Okay. Our next caller comes from the land of O, as in Brother O, as in area code 219. Eddie, now how you doing? Doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. I am very glad to hear that. What are you going to grace us with tonight, dear sir? The childish form is called It Takes a Team Effort to Achieve and Accomplish Great Things in Life. <clears throat> My dear brothers and sisters, as gifted and talented as you are as a powerful individual, it's nearly impossible for you to accomplish and achieve all that you have in your life without a strong, supportive team around you. You are not capable of doing everything by yourself. Allow me to demonstrate my point with this real-life example. Michael Jordan carried the Chicago Bulls on his shoulders for the first three years 
of his career until the Chicago Bulls acquired Scottie Pippen from the Seattle Supersonics for Odin Polynesian in the 1987 NBA draft. Michael Jordan could not have won six NBA championships during the eight-year span without his sidekick, Scottie Pippen, along with two strong supporting casts, which featured Corey's Grant, Cliff Livingston, John Paxson, Craig Codgers, B.J. Armstrong, Dennis Robbins, Steve Kerr, Ron Harper, Bill Cartwright, Bill Winch, and Tony Kukos during the Chicago Bulls dynasty in the 1990s. No Emmy or Oscar-winning movie or TV show would wouldn't be made without a creator, executive producer, producer, director, and actors, and actresses in starring and supporting roles. Teamwork without coordination leads to confusion. Another perfect example of that African proverb that illustrates perfect example that illustrates this proverb. Take a closer look at the parts of the human body. And you clearly grasp the concept of teamwork. In the human body, all the parts work together to achieve a common goal. No part of the human body is more important than the other. Every organ in the human body has a specific function regardless of its size or shape, like a well-oiled machine. When one part or organ in the human body is injured or attacked with sickness, the other organs come together on one accord to fight out illnesses or fill in for the injured parts of the hills. The more or less of this African proverb, as important as teamwork is, it needs to be balanced coordination. Coordination is a joint that pieces everything together like a well-orchestrated symphony. My personal experience with witnessing a team effort first and while going through my 400-day journey on a heart transplant Receiving a heart transplant and recovering from my heart transplant, I was surrounded by a team of dedicated cardiologists and a, a extraordinary heart transplant coordinator, dedicated nurses of the heart center and the burn unit, physical and occupational therapists who worked me hard, the surgeons who performed my heart transplant surgery for 12 hours, my recreational therapists and my music therapists, all the patient care technicians, the janitors who kept my room clean, and the food service department who took exceptional care of me. They served as my extended family while I was away from my family and friends because they are the epitome of a team who works together in their roles. My dear brothers and sisters, as gifted, annoying and talented as I am as one of the most well-known and respected poet, spoken word artist, and a future author and motivational speaker in Chicago Poetry Committee, I could not have won for say the National Spoken Word Awards for overcoming the year and accomplish and achieve everything I have for these past 13 years without aligning myself uh, aligning myself with the poet organization. If it wasn't for all of my loyal team of supporters on Facebook and on the radio shows every week, I wouldn't be the legendary poet that everybody knows as Brother Older Liv Miracle Professor of Poetry and Poem. Amazing. Always such conviction when you write. There is nothing wishy-washy about your what you do. 
Thank you, Nala. I appreciate it. You are very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one? Uh, just the one. That's just the one. Okay. All right. Tell everyone how they can show you some love. Yeah, you go on my Facebook page under the name of my brother O'Gatling. I'm still a couple months away from returning to live events, but you can catch me on this radio show and a few others throughout the week, throughout the week, while I'm still here, still here recovering. I'm doing very well. Everything's progressing in the right direction. Things are looking good, and I'm looking forward to being back on that stage in a couple months or so. So thank you for your support every week, and I truly appreciate you guys uh, listening in and sharing your, your words of power and inspiration every week. Well, we appreciate you, honey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, guys. And we will talk to you next week. Yes. <laughs> thank you, hon. All right. Now I'm going to go. Yes, my foghorn. I have to do a horrible foghorn. Can you guess who's next, you guys? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Wait. Hey, uh, you hear me there, Nyla? I am. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah, can you can you skip me one and come back? I'm dealing with a dog right now. Just made a mess in the car. <laughs> Okay, sure. I'll be right back. All right, let's go ahead and grab Mama, my beautiful, beautiful mother whom I love more than breath itself. Hi, Mommy. Well, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good, because I don't know this iPhone is just so confusing for old people. So your uh, brother is doing a big competition, that's why I've been kind of like missing in action. He's doing some big competitive Grand Rio competition over there on uh, the other channel. So it starts at 10. So I got here early, but I listened to everybody. And I was getting a little weary because I was calling um, in, call myself early, but I can never keep up with the time anymore. So I'm a little weary, but I'm going to still do this piece. I'm going to kind of change the mood a little bit and do this piece called Love and a Good Massage. How about that? Okay. So first of all, before I get into that, uh, this is Mama Oladegi, the all-around queen, gangster granny, and uh, Empress Wolf Mama, Mother Wit. Those are my poetic names that were given to me by my poetic children. So a rose by any other name is still Mama Oladegi, right? Mommy. <laughs> you know, you know you're, you're mommy to me. <laughs> right. So, how's life treating you? I have you fully recovered, first of all, before I go into my poem. Um, the, the color, I can see colors better now. The taste thing is still sketchy. Um, I'm still super exhausted. Other than that, you, you, I am doing better. You sound good. You sound good. I hope you, that all stuff comes, all that stuff comes back. Did you get the rum? Yeah. I, what's that? The rum. 
The rum? Oh, no, I did not get yeah. rum. Okay, well, I don't want to have to be numbing bottles of rum down there, but okay, <laughs> we'll talk about this a little bit. Right, here we go. <laughs> this book is called uh, Love and a Good Massage. And I'm going to dedicate this to the word mechanic because he'll like this. It's called Love and a Good Massage. Simple old love is like a nice massage. It's calming, relaxing, not complicated or perplexing. It shuts out back pain. It helps you forget the mental rain that hits hard, then slowly fades. I ask myself, Am I willing to pay? Will this love soon fade? Fade as a simple illusion that leads me astray? Shall love return again suddenly, making everything okay? (laughs) My soul says, be warned. That may not be the solution. Love comes with its own pollution, likened to a an addiction, a conviction, illusions of your own mind's fiction. Yet you will keep chasing that feeling you want to be in love. Love is so lovely and thrilling. Dopamine, high, high from the dopamine, gets harder to achieve. You no longer believe in love. It fades away until you find you cannot relive it. You just, that feeling, you just can't get it. Love is more than a simple feeling. Like a good massage, love can be nice and relieving. Not as meaningful or fulfilling. A massage, unlike love, can have a happy ending. So enjoy a massage. Sure, it can be nice. But just don't replace a good massage for real love in your life. Unless the masseuse is your lover or your wife. Love and a good massage. Mama Ola Daisy Darwin, Queen. That was beautiful. You know, you want to know a secret? I have never, ever once in my life had a massage. Well, you need one right now. So not crazy. Who who says to say that anymore? That's like saying I've never seen Star Wars. You know, that's crazy. Even if you have to go to the Chinese lady to give you the happy ending, you got to go somewhere. (laughs) Unless she walks on my back in high heels, I'm telling you. (laughs) Hey, it's worth it, especially what you get. It'll bring you back. Yeah, it'll bring you back. So anyway, that's that piece. And uh, the other piece I'm going to do is um, called Love and Lunacy, which you've heard this before, and I think you kind of like this one. It's an ABCDN, and it's called Love and Lunacy. As the universe streams, moonbeams, vibrations, beyond the brave blue skies, dreams are tossed about. Clouds linger to infiltrate the threatening calm. Dangerous moons practice divination while waxing or waning, exuding more or less power, affecting evil attitudes of moods. Fondness withers as an underwater rose. 
disguises itself as sanity. Instability rolls her childish eyes. How such contempt shown as civility is more than cruel to me. I often wonder why dreams get tossed about near spring. January, February seems to balance a tolerated gloom. Keeps the quiet calm in March until the waxing, the new alluring spring moon. Lunacy and love lurks in the minds as cosmic scales weigh in gravity's pull. March, March introduced this full moon, preparing, the sol- preparing for the solar eclipse of April. Now that adoration has given birth to love, and in shackles we praise, and in shackles we praise the love of the shackles. Let's speak of the shackles that come with the snares of the loves of love's traps, promises of love forever gagging in the throats of the unkempt, unkept dedications, quicksand quickening underfoot, love suffocating, instincts of sanity, realities of love's lunacy, hoping we could bottle up the good times and save them, saving the good times for the tough times, testing the power of the mind, Testing love's abilities under the new lunar moon. Hysterical levels of confusion. Universal melodies soothe the carnal mind, bonds together gods and goddesses of love. Venus vibrations penetrating, piercing arrows into the zones of the overzealous lust. Wanton lust. Parading as love, causing mental confusion. Walking like a lunatic I am, or ever dancing to the edge of this fanatical world. Xylophones flowing. Universal drum beats keep me dancing cautiously past the loopholes. The exhort gate of your natural instincts and the logic wrestle. Married now are love and lunacy. Yet, for just a taste of desire, a semblance of love from you would complete me. Zones of overzealous lust lubricates love's lunacy by the moon's Google dust. That's a piece. Wow. I was trying to follow along with, you did a really good job blending in the ABC part of that without making it predictable at all. Thank you. It was awesome. Thank you. Well, it's kind of hard to follow it because basically it's um, just showing how the moon and uh, the lunar effects have on on love, and which part of that love could be kind of get you can get kind of fanatical and get loony. Like I had this one guy I had to block yesterday. He's in love, and he doesn't even know me. And I said, "Well, tell me something about yourself." He goes, "Well, I'm over in Syria. I'm a chaplain, and my wife died, and." Um, I, I, I need a I need a wife and I'm in love with you. I'm like, you don't even know me, you haven't even asked me my middle name. I mean my guy I don't I said I don't even trust that. It's weird. So I said, Flocka Flocka, I gotta block you. Right. So I to block. <laughs> <laughs> Too old for this That's crap. So All right, baby girl, take care. Uh hit me up uh sometime before the next show appears so I can uh, talk to you about some things. Okay. I will call you this week, Mama. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetheart. I love you so much. 
I know you do. All I tell right. you, that's why, that's why I always come over here, because I know this is where I get yep. my love at. This is where I get my love at. Tell my, <laughs> always. Tell my brother to send me the link of whatever the heck it is he has going on. Okay. I will. Okay. Yeah, because right. Saturday, Saturday should be the last day. All right. All right. Okay. Let's go ahead and see if we can jump back up here and grab Rich. Eight, five, hey, zero. Nala, how are you doing? I am doing awesome. Is all well hey. on the riverfront now? Uh, no, I'm 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 off right now. And I was driving down. I'm driving down to a river house. But when you mess when I asked you in the chat a bit ago, and you said I had a couple to go, and one of them was Soldier Blue, so I knew I had a few minutes. I went through a window and got food, went and bought gas. And when I bought gas, I pulled up to the end of the parking area in front of the store. I said, "Well, I'll I'll eat my sandwich right quick." And I get about two bites into it. A damn, I guess a guy decided it was a good good idea to walk up and start looking in my passenger window and my damn dog come unglued and knock my sandwich out of my hand. I had lettuce and tomato all over the dash and all over the seats and I was oh, pulling no. dog back from the window and, and I'm like, well, dude, what are you doing? I just, oh, man. So, I got two bites of a chicken sandwich. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Petey, got, Petey got the chicken after he Knocked it all over <laughs> hell, but anyway. So. I think they had it planned anyway. the whole time. They were, it was a team. They were, that, that, yeah. that was, he set it up like that. Hey, probably so. so. <laughs> but uh, anyway, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. Excited to see what you brought us tonight. Well, you know, it won't, you know me, it won't be for a minute, but oh. Uh, I got a new one and an old one, and uh, the uh, what the hell did I title this one? I should have read it off the poetizer. Let me read it off poetizer. I don't remember what I titled it. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I should have remembered that. It's called Winter's Woes. This one's day before yesterday. No, yesterday. I wrote this yesterday. <clears throat> All seemed well as darkness fell on two creatures of the night. Chapped lips and hand like sparrows in a royal bonfire light. Parked cars and whiskey jars neath the pale head of the moon. Now winter's woes are wrapped in new words for sale, just in time for the magnolias to bloom. In peace. Wow. Will you read that one again for me? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my accent makes it tough, I know. No, 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 I just, it was awesome. I want to hear it. I loved it. I want to hear it again. That's why. All seemed well as darkness fell on two creatures of the night. Chapped lips and and hands like sparrows in a rural bonfire light. Parked cars, whiskey jars, neath the pale head of the moon. Now, winter's woes are wrapped in new words for sale, just in time for the magnolias to bloom. That is phenomenal. 
It wasn't because I couldn't understand you. It was just I thought it, it was beautiful. I mean, it was it the the all of it. That was awesome. It's on the Facebook page. It's the there's a like a picture of a, a car in a field in the background. But uh, I uh, the other one I'll do is from. My third book, no, second book, uh, my second book, Lend Me Your Fire. Uh, This is called Unspeakable Shore. Where shall I go, as if I had to have a choice? Forever you've bound me in the prettiest chains, an imposter hero far from home. Let me serenade you to the sounds of the sea on that unspeakable shore where hell's wind silences the birds and the stone cutter carves his love letters by moonlight. In peace. Wow. Is that out of your, is that out of the book that, your fourth book that you did? Because I was reading about that on your page That's the other second, day. Second, second one. Second one? Yeah, this second is the second one. Yeah, there's A Walk After Midnight, Lend Me Your Fire, uh, homesick angels and secondhand roses, and Barnapkin love letters uh, is the latest one. That's the and, one I uh, saw. I thought that was a great yeah, title, Bar- Barnapkin love letters. Thank you. And, and you know, you can you can take that meaning in a couple of ways, but really it means that all my poems will fit on a Barnapkin. I didn't think that's about where, that's that. Where it came from. Yeah, that's, that's that's what that means. I mean, it, there's a whole lot of, you know, you can take that a bunch of different ways. You know, you write write something on a bar napkin, slide it down, whatever. You know, it, 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 that works too. But that was the, that was really the crux of it is that my poems will fit on a bar napkin. So. Now I want you to write them on bar napkins and we can publish a book of the pictures <laughs> of the napkins. Yeah, I uh, 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 I just shared that on my page too. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, I can't remember. I'm saying there's about fifty poems into the next one, so I here probably by summer I'll be there'll be another one. I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna call it yet, but you know. Oh, but uh, other than that, that's just like that. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try to keep you talking, just so that you know you get your fair amount of airspace here, <laughs> because your poems are uh, shorter. Okay. Yeah, they are. That's fine. I just, um, I don't know that you know my whole my whole writing thing. The, the whole writing thing, it really started on Twitter. Well, I can't say it started on Twitter, but the becoming a part of the writing community on Twitter and and embracing the challenge of how much of a story can I tell in 280 characters. And it's hard to break away from it. Now I worry about losing the reader or the listener, as the case may be. I just... Nobody wants to hear me ramble on for five minutes, so I just like just you know I'll compact it down 
and I'll uh, I'll tell all the story I can. I I uh, I want to hear you read for your. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to hear that. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Actually, I, I, I will tell you one. The, the fifth book, I remember I just found the note. I knew I made a note somewhere. I just found the note. The The fifth book is most likely going to be called Empty Bottles of Your Name. Empty Bottles what? Empty Bottles of Your Name. I love it. That's a good one. That's a great title. That's oh, uh, I think there's someone that titled a book, uh, titled a book, kind of close to that. So I just I, I don't you know if I got to double check that, but uh, but yeah, if, if nothing comes up on that, I'm, I think I'm I think I'm running with that one. But, uh, I like it. That or oh. Uh, um, Ikea assembly instructions or something. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> hold up. I got to get back on the road. I got about 45 minutes of driving to do before I get out. I'm, I'm about 15 minutes from where the cell signal drops off. But, uh, y'all have a good one, and I'll, I'll be back on the boat next week. So I, hopefully I can join in. Uh, we'll see. Oh, wonderful! Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, thank you so much, sweetheart. You did a fantastic job. DeadSocietyPoet dot com. All my social media is Dead Society Poet. Uh, I, I, I guess TikTok is going away, so it'll be Instagram Reels. I'm most active on Instagram than anything. Uh, is that is that Twitter true? I heard that that it was it's going away. Is, is, uh, is it really? They put apparently, from what I heard today, they put the government. Uh, there's like a data of, a data collection company that's in charge of that or something like that. All that shit's over my head, but the they basically put put it gave them an ultimatum that they had to sell or they had to get that company out of it. Because that's the problem that, that, that apparently our government has is this particular data collection company, which I guess is Chinese, uh, they want them out of it. So, you know, it's like, you know, walk up to anyone and say, hey, sell that lucrative business that's making you tons of money. What are they going to do? They're going <laughs> to show you their middle finger. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, when America goes away from TikTok, I mean, TikTok's going to flop. You know, I really think. But, uh, I'm going to have to go get on the about. Internet and read more about that because that's just, oh, geez whiz. You know. Well, well uh, I do know that Instagram had started a thing basically monetizing their reels just like, I guess, when the rumblings of this deal started coming that they were going to put this, uh, you know, that that this deal was coming from the government against TikTok, Instagram stopped doing it. They're like, well, they're going to make TikTok go away. We don't have, don't have to pay now. 
But uh, anyway, uh, y'all have a good evening and great great reads from everybody. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see y'all next. We'll see y'all next week. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sweetheart, so much. Fantastic job. Be safe out there. Right. Thank you, ma'am. Y'all have a good All right, honey. You too. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code seven three two. Mr. Gregory Schwartz. Oh, hey. Hey, uh, darling. I guess I. Hi, my darling, darling, darling. Well. <laughs> Oh, I was listening, and then all this new music came in. I really have anything. I know how. I guess I could read something. You want to hear about some year one information that nobody knows? What's that? Well, Stanford University discovered some Allen Ginsberg and Bob Dylan recordings that were had just been discovered in seventy one that no one's heard before. Pretty neat. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Where'd they find them? Stanford University has the archives, and uh-huh. they're going through everything, digitalize it. <sighs> And they just so they were there at the university, space. and they just didn't know. Yeah, and they just they were going through the through everything, and they found a box of tapes from wow. whatever the studio was, like a real one, seventy one. And they're trying, we're trying, we're we're trying to figure out the instrumentation, where the guitars came from, and stuff, because it's pretty mm-hmm. rare to see some of the musicians using those instruments. But then that always comes from what the public sees. And then a lot of that has to do with what instruments you use when you're playing live. Obviously, you're not going to tour around with a, a fragile, right, custom kind of made guitar. Mm-hmm. You have to have something kind of road tight. So that's today's thing. Do you know what Death Megalopolis or Megal Swim Anyhow, that's like a heavy metal cartoon from a while ago. They have some new stuff coming out. It's very like a heavy metal cartoon. And when they're not doing that, the drummer sits in on a, goes in on a lot of heavy metal tours and bands. And the rest of the mm-hmm. musicians do um studio set in set up sit in. If it's like a development heavy metal band and they have to get the track done, so they're like studio stuff. And then there's what we're doing. Have you ever heard of the boogie in the hood? The boogie in the hoodie. Anyway. No, I feel so out of the loop now. Don't go in there. Imagine being like 24 years old. Like how wacky that must be. So there you go. This is quite even though this stuff's all on the internet now. Now this is all today's stuff. So it's super new. And we're we're it's pretty neat. 
Steve, what did I write in the notebook? It's stuff you all heard before. I'm not putting it down anyhow. It's like trial and error of the experimental treatment. The accused remained bedridden. The body structure, the guarantee is expired. The lifeline on borrowed time. And the first witness's inception is to watch the disease leave the eyes. Forgiveness is rebirth. Deathlessness is a baptism here. I don't really have the last line figured out. Forgiveness is rebirth. Deathlessness is the tear of baptism. Tear of being baptized? Deathlessness is a tear, anon. Yeah, any one of those feelings. Hey, weren't you guys in the news? What's going on over where you are? Something happened or something? No? I can explain uh, all that TikTok stuff, too. We follow that all the time. I can explain everything you want to know about TikTok. But that's neither here nor there. That was the other person I would want to step on is on, on your conversation <laughs> with him. I was like private conversations. Anyhow, we're okay. Get it together. Auto repairs. And then I go get ready for the festival. I don't want to sound like that. That sounds fat heady. Okay, how can, what can I do for you? How can I serve thee? Oh, uh, just by somebody. being yourself, sweetheart. Just by being what yourself, being here, being awesome. What can I do to make awesome. you feel better? Serve thee and the community. What can one do to make one thing better? To make things better for one and all. Okay. <sighs> Just I was be listening, here. and then all this stuff came in. Nah, no. It's more comfortable to write in the notebook. All that computer stuff, got, and the chair's kind of uncomfortable. So I was laid back, did some old, you know, some external reality, uh, you know, external economic realities. So we're all paid up. We got electricity and internet and phone, which is today. Garbage goes out today. And there's other things Thursday. That's all. There's always an open mic on Thursday, but the room's kind of echoey. You sound good, though. Can I take your order? Can I take your order? Can I take your (laughs) order? Do you want to know today's specials? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're special. So special. You're going to have some of your attention. Give it to me. Be at peace, yes? Yes, always. Gonna, we're we're going to end the war in the Ukraine. Wait till you, wait till you hear about this. Okay. Because that's the power of music. Thank you. Music I'm gonna, is I'll, I'll keep listening. You go on for another couple, half hour, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of shit left. Yeah, you're yeah. cooking. You're in there. Go get them. <laughs> In thank you, thank you, Gregory. N Y L A all Thursday, all poetry, all news, all the time. You've been kept up on today's. And then the Bruce is in Philadelphia. Everybody's ooing and on over that. It's all on Facebook. You go on there. They're all streaming it and stuff. Yippee doodle do. W N Y L S A all Thursday, all poetry, all news, all the time. You got to serve somebody. That is true. Always true. All right, baby. Love you. And we will talk to you next week. I'm glad you called in. I'm excited to find out more about those tapes. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, you know, nobody's going to bounce it around. Yeah, I shouldn't get in any trouble. (laughs) So be it. (laughs) Good night, hon. That was kind of a fat head (laughs) statement right there. Hold on. Whatever. Okay. Thanks, sweetie. Bye-bye. Okay, our next caller. Mr. Eric Sheldman. Hello, I Nyla. Mean, How are you doing? You're on the air. <laughs> yes, this is Nyla on 903. How are you doing, Nyla? Hi, this 903. Is Sheldon, the Weird Monster. Well, you hello, Eric my... Sheldon, the Weird Monster. It's so good to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm doing all right. I've been soaking wet. I had to go jet a septic line and as soon as we were about to roll up it started downpouring and I was in Garland and I went to Elam so basically as I call it it's BFE as most people call it I call it BFT to BFT which is basically in the middle of nowhere Texas so that's a polite way of saying it so I'm soaking wet. It's actually cold and it's raining. So that's fun. I just got home. Yay. So I'm glad to be on your show. I'm going to read my, uh, well, I don't even think I posted it yet. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, this one's a long one, so it's going to just be one tonight, unless you got time for two. So I'm just letting you know. You, have to, you can, do, right, you can so. do your two. Okay, well, I'm just saying this is a, like, <laughs> this is a long, long one, but all right. I'll just let you know. Hang on. All right. So, here we go. So, I got this coming up. So, tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, correct? It is. If I got my days right. So, I should have my St. Patrick's Day coming. Uh, Spill Words published me tomorrow, and that should be on at 1 a.m. in the morning. I'll be posting it on Facebook once I get back from work. It may, might be, uh, I might do it, like, somewhat early in the morning. So tomorrow I don't have to be at work until 9.30, so that give me a little time to to sleep in, too. So, but uh, anyways, here we go. So I've got St. Patrick's Day. So here we go. St. Patrick's Day. This is a mighty memorable member. Uh, dang it, sorry. All right. Memorable Mary, me own best blessedly, pinch-proof proud, out loud, great, genuine, glorious, gold, green, happiest, drunk, celebratory, Irish green, Irish inspired, Irish themed, Celtic inspired, green attired, green themed, green clad, annual, Gaelic, fun filled, festive, forever, spread, sacred Christian scriptures, stories, as a missionary, all around the country of Ireland and contributed numerous noteworthy notions, teaching Irish pagan beliefs and rituals with Christian sacrament. As a slave, he tended sheep, and the master was a high priest, Druid. Roman Britain, he was, insisted that he needed to convert non-believers throughout Ireland. 
captured and enslaved by pirates for six years, which he came closer to Christianity during the during the thought this was oh sorry during this was God oh this okay sorry I messed up during this he thought this was God testing his faith uh, known for his writings Confessio and letter to Choristicus and became Catholic saint and patron patron of Ireland died in Saul Ireland in the year of 461 A.D., sun-worshipping native symbology with the Christian cross, and his aha introduced the Celtic cross, improvisatory, noticeable negotiations, narration, narration throughout his missionary work, transmits Patrick supported church officials, officials created councils, founded monasteries, pastorship, and organized Ireland uh, no, sorry, and organized Ireland into diocese, alpha, taught theologies, tactical text. Resistance met him but was eventually successful with converting Ireland with rigor. Introduced the Holy Trinity with the three leafed clovers. Supervisatory, see, Christianity called to him during his enslavement, enslavement. Increasingly, he grew determined to convert Ireland to Christianity through visions, art known as its national apostle and luck sanctified, sainted souls dedicated and remembered on St. Patrick's Feast Day. On March 17th, which was celebrated for over 1,000 years in Ireland, applied and entered the priesthood at Auxerre, France area. Years after his death, he, st- he is still celebrated locally and internationally. Ales, alcohol, apparel, authentic odd breakfast, beef and cheddar pot pie with stout crust, black and canned pork, with spicy ale, slaw, beer, battered broccoli, bagpipes, banshees, blanneries, blannery stones, bogs, brogs, brogorgs, beckon, balloons, cabbages, corned beef hash, call cannon, coodle, coffee, chocolate, stout cake, corned beef. And poached eggs, Christianity, Catholicism, celebrate clovers, coins, coin, or sorry, coins, corn, customs, church, castles, crosses, coins. Oh, I guess I'm, yeah. Sorry, I probably need to edit. <laughs> That's my bad. All right. Yeah, anyways, uh, uh, dressed up coffee, Donnybrook, Dublin, dancing, Emerald Island, Emerald eggs, Emerald green. Folklore feast, festivities, spawn, fortune, four leaf clovers, family, flutes, Guinness, or Guinness, brownies, green dyed velvet layer cakes, Guinness brown breads, uh, green dyed everything, Guinness floats, Gaelic gold, good luck, green, holder horses, half and half, harps, Hibernian, 
holiday, horseshoes, Ireland, Irish, Irish cream, jelly shots, Irish pride, Irish flags, Irish heritage, Irish cultures, jigs, kings, knits, knights, the king, luck of the Irish, leprechauns, leprechaun hats, with little people legendary, lime poke, lucky, mitts, snops, shakes, mitts, milkshakes, magical, march, mischief, mischievous, music, mask, nimble, nonsense, og ham, potatoes, potato cakes, patron, pot of gold, Patrick, prayer, feasts, parades, paganism, parable, per, uh, particle, pub, quaint, query, quest, quiet, religious, rainbows, Republic of Ireland, soda breads, shepherd's paws, St. Patrick, shamrock-shaped scones, stew, shamrock, spinach cakes, soda bread biscuits, shamrocks, pestos, 17th, snake, Shiloh, Shiloh Luga, Patty's Day, Spring, Tipperary, Traditional, Tarifolum, Trinity, Unique, Universal, Velvet, Shamrocks, Valiant Knights, Vivacious, Village Patrol, Whiskey Mule, Watercress Soup with Whiskey Cream, Walking Stick, Wearing Green, Warm Wish, Senial, Yarn, Yellow, Zest, St. Patrick's Feast Day has come today, you see. Let's find the lucky clover, clovers for leaves, searching until we find leprechaun's crew, tricking and taking their treasure, gold leaf. We will pick up shamrocks and observe them, wearing all green so we don't get pinched by others, practicing the rituals, gym, fantastic, festive, fun for all ages, revering, remembering St. Patrick, his contributions to Catholicism, being enslaved, gaining freedom, hat trick, services, successes to Ireland, converting most Druids to Catholicism, good luck, salvation, isms, and prisms. There's a green isle set in the sea. Here's to St. Patrick, whom blessed it, and to nature's billows, wild and free. Where centuries have caressed it, shamrocks, four-leaf clovers, treasures, good fortune, fun, St. Patrick's Feast Day, festivals, Irish. Last week on the street, I saw costumed children, adults and animals, green little men. Might they they be leprechauns? Children filled the streets, each holding bags and cauldrons. I heard them saying and looking for leprechauns in order to obtain their gold and treasures, good fortune and wealth. I heard them saying they were going to trick these leprechauns and take their treasures to better their lives. I heard them saying to each other, let's find the four-leaf clovers so we may loom them over luck. I saw green dyed everything. I saw them eating corned beef, cabbage, and potatoes. Strangest neighbors I have ever seen, and I shook my head. Oh, maybe maybe it was St. Patrick's Day, like I read. Fun Irish holiday, treasure hunting, singing, praising songs about St. Patrick. Green, clover, St. Patrick contributions, gold, St. Patrick's Day. Gold, leprechauns, scavenging, 
finding, collecting, prospectors, jewelry, wealth, luck, beautiful, metallic, riches. There was an old Irishman, sainted by the Catholic Church, who was painted as Ireland's national patron, saints who met resistance and eventually prevailed quaintly, revering Patrick as their hero acquainted. Written by Eric Shellman, the word monster. <laughs> Rawr. I told you I was wrong. Rawr. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we loved it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, sorry. Apparently, I I have extra words. Um, so when I did it, I did I did mix. So some of the repetition words are meant to be there, and some of them aren't. So I guess I need to see what's up with that. Um, but, yeah, I'll probably need to fix that later on because <laughs> it's going to be published tomorrow. So that's fine. It, it, can't, it doesn't have to be perfect. But so I, there were just a <laughs> few words it. that I didn't even have in there, and I was trying to figure out, <laughs> like, like when it said it, he thought that was he thought that was his uh, God's testing him, right, that I didn't have – the word he in my poem when I was in that verse, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, you know, I got to disconnect. So I had to add. <laughs> so anyway, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for letting me read it. Um, so I spent or sent uh, my Easter poem, uh, April Fool's and my Earth Day already. Um and I'm actually going to be working on, I'm working on Mother's Day, a newer version of it, and uh, Arbor Day. And Arbor Day is actually next week. So when I was a kid, I was told that Earth Day was, well, Earth Day was actually where you planted trees and you planted plants and you cared about Earth. And so when I looked up Earth Day, <laughs> it wasn't completely like that. And I found out that Arbor Day was actually what you do with that is you actually care about nature and you take care um, with nature and try to take care of Mother Nature and Mother Earth. Um, and when I was a kid, we actually planted a tree in the playground um, for Earth. I thought it was Earth Day. It was just Arbor Day. So, But anyway, so I'll be doing Arbor Day. Um and of course, I'll be doing the others too as they come. I'm trying to get them on spillways or spill words as they come, but I'm still working on my books. Oh, I've got to play catch up too, so I've just been super busy with work mainly. But so, but thank you so much. I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me on your platform. Do I got time for another, or or is it just too you long? Can, like yeah, I is, it, is it a shorter one? Yeah, I can do a short one. Hang on, let me pull it up real quick. Okay. Then we've got Noreen behind you, and I think that's it tonight. Sweet. Hang on one second. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, hang on one second. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it might might just, yeah. Yeah, I might just call it, that might be good because I don't know exactly what I'm reading next. So, sorry. All right. I'm, a, You're I'm fine, just sweetheart. I'm just glad you were able to get here. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. Thanks so much. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I made it. Thank goodness. Real quick. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me, Nyla. Love you. Thanks for everything you do for Love all of us. Too, sweetheart. Yeah. Thank you. I'll try to be here next week. Um, and uh, hope you have a great weekend to come and next and Friday, too. Um, and like I said, I'll be working on my holiday poems. I still need to get back on track with my boogeyman, too. But, you know, I'm always <laughs> like this. I don't know. I'm just all over the place. So I just got to have some organization. So spontaneity is a great thing, but at times... <laughs> It can get in the way, you know. <laughs> so, Squirrel. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Squirrel, that's right. That's it. Squirrel, where? <laughs> Squirrel, where? Oh, <laughs> All right. gone. All right. All right, All right well, sweetheart. Love you. you so much. Have thank you for night. everything that you did to get on tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here. You're welcome. I All appreciate right, it, too. And have a great one. Talk to you later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Now let's get Miss Noreen on, 863. Uh, um, hello, Nyla. This is Noreen. Hi, sweetheart. How are you, honey? I, I'm doing good. It's so good how to hear you from doing? you. That, yeah, how, I'm doing how well. You doing? I am. That's good. I'm doing really well. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. And um, poem, poem for Gary tonight is... um. Money has spoiled. Money has spoiled everything but poetry. We all need truth. The value of our words is worth more than our money. We can't let our freedom of speech and personal feelings be destroyed and distorted by the influence of profit. The truth must be told about our past in order to use these truths to help guide the future of mankind on this earth. The end. Wow. Okay. I Are like you going to read two one. from Gary? Um, yes. Okay. And the next one is, um, oh, that must got this marked. Um, write. A good idea to write around is not a great poem, but a good poem. People being bashful, singing and playing music. Everyone should be proud of every word in the song they sing. Birds sing a note. Church bells ring. Christmas songs everyone sings. Jailbirds sing. A baby child takes things and then loves giving them back to you. Do you know what the baby knows? Do you know what pleases you? Can you remember what pleased you in your baby then? Can you now know what pleased you? On your death, the end. Wow. That, and I, get, I like that. I get two from you, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And the first one is called Be a, Be a Friend. Okay. Um, look around you. There's someone who needs a friend, and let it be you. Sit for a while and listen to him, for he might be on the brink. You could be the one who saves him from hell. Give him moral support. Give him some guidance and be there. You won't regret it. Give him ink and paper to pour his heart out, whether it's in words or drawing. Go ahead and cry. Let him 
aired, aired out what's going on. And now let's drink into a new beginnings and breakthrough. God bless you, my friend. Now say a prayer. The end. Absolutely okay. love it. Okay, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. And the next one is for, for those who push through. Rainbows represent our dreams. Let it build up our self-esteem. Yes, it can be fulfilled. Just believe and be self-willed. There's a time when life was simple and less strife. We all helped each other and to reach out to all without a brawl. Rainbows are for those who push through the end. And that was my first Redota poetic form I wrote for this. That was really good. That was awesome. Uh, wow, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Because I, I, um, when, I, when I do forms, I had that in mind when I write a poem. And, and sometimes I, I can't do it, so I should write free verse. Well, I think you did a great job on it, Noreen. Oh, uh, thank you. You're okay. so welcome. Okay. Okay. And um, okay. Um, you can find Gary Knight. You can find our um. Oh yes. Um, my um. Okay. Um, I have somebody who's gonna buy business cards for me. She's a regular customer for that. But she mm-hmm. won't be paying. She won't be paying till the twenty third when she'll have the month. So um, I won't be doing it till the twenty third. But I'm going. So I'm going to go ahead and send you the the money, even though it's after. It'll be after the eighteenth. So I'll just take it out of my pocket and send it to you for the Speakeasy Cafe. It'll be eighteen dollars. But I'm not sure about the just, shipping yet. Just wait. Just, just wait till you get. Just wait till you get it in, honey. And we'll see okay. where we're at. Don't don't send oh. it now. I don't want you to. Okay. You can wait. Okay. 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 Yeah, that'll be good. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome, honey, and thank okay. you so much for doing that. That's amazing. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. Thank you. I mean, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> you're so adorable. Oh, uh, thank you. Okay, and you can find Gary and I on um, find our books on um, Amazon.com, and you can find um, us on Gary and Noreen Snyder. dot dot com. Um, front slash poetry, and then you can find Gary on um, poetrypoem. dot com, uh, reverbnation. dot com. Facebook.com, and then you can find me on um, Facebook.com, ReverbNation.com, and PoetryPoem.com. And you can find find us on on the Poetry Club, um, and you can find us on the Poetry Club Facebook Live every Saturday at 5 o'clock. Unless something happens, I might have to do it later or early. Wait. Yes, 5 o'clock. Yep, and then and then you can find us here every um, Thursday, and then I'm I'm going to get back into that um, um, habit chat with poet Noreen too. Oh, good. Yes, and I'm sorry it got behind on that. I was sick for that that time. Well, that January. Um, 
Um, uh oh, what's. Oh no, um. Soldier Blue Blue was supposed to do it, but he was sick that time, so he couldn't do it. And I was getting over mine too. So, um, and then, um, February is supposed to be, um, for, um, uh, uh, Bernadette and, um, and her brother, but I don't think her brother can do it now. But I had to get back with her and see if she can also do it in March. I know March is almost over with, and I have to look in my notes, see who I'm supposed to get in touch with March, too. I think that was Never Give Up. I'm not sure. Okay. And I'll let y'all know, because I'm not giving that up. It's it got, everything got out of whack when I was sick for a while. Everything did. I'm sorry about that. No, if we're, allowed, to, we're allowed to be human, it's okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Okay. You did a great job tonight. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for everything, for the support you and Gary show us, for the love. And okay, th- we just appreciate you, hon. Okay, thank you. And we appreciate you, too. And thank you for everything you're doing for us, for us poets. Thank you very much. You're welcome, baby and, girl. We'll okay. talk to you next week, okay? Yes, I'll talk. To, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. All right, hon. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am going to close the show with Patrick S. with a piece called Love Sick. We will talk to you next week. Good night, everybody. Crazy in love? Crazy in love? No. No? Because people throw around the word crazy too lightly. It doesn't mean enough. And people throw around the word love too lightly. It means too many things. We are past crazy and in a love that needs its own specialized clinical term. We are psychotic for each other. We are paranoid about losing each other. We are schizophrenic about making each other happy. We are paranoid schizophrenic about not being there to make each other happy. We are narcissistic at our reflections in each other's eyes. We are obsessive when we are apart. We are compulsive to be together. We are obsessive-compulsive whenever we think of each other every waking hour. We have Tourette's syndrome. I love you! We are codependent. That one might be literal. We are claustrophobic when walls come between us. We have road rage when roads come between us. We are sociopathic when society comes between us. We are arachnophobic when spiders come between us. We are herpetophobic when snakes come between us. We are cholerophobic when circus clowns come between us. We are homophobic when... No. Actually, we share the same agenda. We have numerous, highly specific paraphilias such as your fingertips, my shoulders, the way you pronounce the letter P, and so on. We induce in each other acute psychogenic signs of distress, including cardiac arrhythmia, hypertension, tachycardia, apnea, asthma, panting, paresthesia, kicks, rapid eye movement, inappropriate sexual arousal, Appropriate sexual arousal. Very appropriate sexual arousal. Very appropriate 
very important sexual arousal. Where was I? We have retrograde amnesia. We can't remember how we even lived before we met. We have interrograde amnesia. We can't remember why we feel so satisfied or where our pants are. We have false memory syndrome. We think and act like we've known each other all our lives. We have dyslexia. We keep seeing you and I together. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, edition four, is all the love poetry we'll ever need by other people. And as for our own, Tourette's, glossolalia, repetitive speech, indiscretion, somniloquy, repetitive speech, repetitive speech. Repetitive speech, but that doesn't mean we're crazy. Crazy is simply not the word. The word has not yet been written. So you and me, we are going to be a special supplement to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, Edition 5.